Hey there, Comedy Button listener. Do you want two full extra bonus episodes every month? Go to patreon.com slash comedy button, and that can be yours for a single dollar a month. That is $12 a year, and you get, again, 50% more Comedy Button per month. Patreon.com slash comedy button. Go check it out. Wolf Pizza. Oh, Fanfar, Lord of Flames, appear before me in a burst of brimstone. <sighs> what do you want? Fanfar. What? I think you need to get new headphones. Get it over with quickly. I'm trying to fold the laundry. I, you could make folding laundry go a lot better if you got some tweaked audio earbuds. Really? Yes, you could. And all you have to do, your endless fire man-ishness, is go to tweakedaudio.com and use the discount code GEEKBOX, which gives you 33% off any purchase. You want to hear about the different kinds of earbuds? Will it change my white towels from pink to white again? I... I put a red sock in the whites. No, but there is. You could have. You could have uh, pink ear, earbuds. They've got seven really? styles. Yeah, they've got tweaked PB, California, parkour, parkour two, classic. And Why an would you name an earbud after a cool street dance? I, I I don't know. Maybe if you're listening to fun. Who does that? Break, break dancing music or something. But you you have seven colors: red, green, yellow. Black, pink, black, silver, and and wood, which isn't a color, but it's a material, which is flammable, so you maybe shouldn't get that one. Oh, my ears are burning at these potential values. That was a really corny thing to say, Fanfar. Please forgive me for speaking to you in such a If way. you hand me a single popcorn, unpopped, it will explode. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a that's a weird thing to say, Fanfar. Um, just go to Tweak. Tell me about it. <laughs> well, that's really weird. Anyway, like I said, go to tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code Geekbox for thirty three percent off your purchase. You get some nice tangle free headphones, you know, for your iPod, your iPhone, Android devices, MP three players. You know, it's not tangle free. You know, to put to not your laundry. Fanfar's flammable pubic hair. I. It's like a weird riopatch. Fanfar, I, I, I yes. Go, go back in the laundry room. Fine. So clothes aren't gonna fold themselves. You nasty man. Welcome to the Comedy Button, a weekly comedy podcast that puts out a brand new episode every Friday and stars Anthony Gallegos. Hello and welcome. Brian Altano, that's me. Scott Bromley. What's going on, InnerTube? Ryan Scott. Nudes. And Max Scoville. Wolves all around us. <laughs> Indeed. And you're about to listen to the best of... Volume 3. Volume 3, yes. We, we do these periodically. Uh, it's especially good for a busy time of year. If you're new to the show, let this Greatest Hits episode show you how our weird brand of comedy and friendship can get you through an hour a week of this beautiful, horrible, nightmare planet that we all live in. If you love it, there are nearly 200 episodes to catch up on, each one as wonderful and as stupid as the last. So kick back, relax, and welcome to your new favorite podcast in the world... Fart noise. WTF with Mark Marin. No, that's the wrong one. The memes go right here, right? Wait, what are you reading? I don't. This is not a dot gif. What are, are you, you? Are you not reading a script? What are you talking about? Where have you been? You've hold, you're holding your phone up. Are you reading a script right now? No, we're on the I phone right now, Ryan. I don't have we that can't talk. On we're on the phone. phone. Here yeah. it is. The best of the comedy button. Ryan, what? You, uh, I mean, hello, hello. Yeah. You brought you brought your father into the Patreon Treehouse of Trust. Uh, yeah, into the forest of friendship on the the path of uh, 
I can't think of any alliteration up to the treehouse of trust. You brought your dad into the our treehouse because you were trying to rat us out. The ladder of love leading into the treehouse of trust. <laughs> oh, gross. And uh, so anyway, to preface this, Ryan's father has been a... Uh, a, a badass. A character on this show that the we professional badass. Based off of a photo. And then we got to hear the man's voice. For the very first time in what I think is probably one of our best episodes of all time. Yeah, Ryan, your your father has been somebody we've referenced on the show for years now without ever having meeting him or knowing his voice or knowing his name outside of just seeing a photo of him. But he's one of those kind of urban legends and myths that really like not like only Bigfoot. De- yeah, Bigfoot, but it's like not only did he deliver on who we thought he was, but he actually like kind of doubled or even quadrupled the amount of man. He should have been totally lame compared to what we thought he was. Totally. He should have been. He should have never been able to live up to that expectation. But turns, awesome. turns out he was turns way out. more badass. Turns out he fucking lived up to it, and it's the hardest I've ever laughed. So here, here's a, a sneak peek into uh, what it's like to kill a man. To be to be a real man that spawns a real man baby. Yeah. This is a little bit of uh, wow. Scott's Bob. If you'd like some music to go with this, I recommend ZZ Top's Eliminator. Super Drag Dad. <laughs> Guys, can we stop beating around the bush? All right. I'm, I'm sitting here with a loaded... This is a very special episode. I am sitting A loaded here. gun. A loaded We're gun. We're going to play Russian roulette right Yeah, right. It's a loaded show. gun. God damn Full it. Of bullets. Yeah. The American bullets that's made what, out of eagles and that's trains. That's what I called my cock when I got so, all in my wife. Do we want to talk about this? For years now, ever since you and you did an article about your father, Ryan Scott, uh-huh. Uh-huh. on the GameSpy on, on Game website, the original uh-huh. GameSpy website, rest in peace, uh, about how your father played video it. games. <laughs> I didn't go there. And there was a picture of him with this like really long ZZ Top beard and long white hair and this cowboy hat, and he had this stack of games in front of me. You know what we call that beard? The clit tickler. And he just wow. looks so fucking badass. And uh-huh. your father actually became a character on this show where for years, Goddamn right. we reference you as this being this nerdy little pipsqueak guy with the funny voice and the weird eating habits. And your dad is being this like brolic kind of brooding, disappointing in my failure of a son, easy rider, you know, motorcycle into the night, heroin shooting, meat <laughs> like eating the badass. Thing I can imagine of like, like tenderness from your father. Is he the, is the, the actual guy. son of anarchy the guy yeah. in uh in, in terminator <laughs> 2 comes out with the with the fucking shotgun he's like you ought not take that man's ride and he just grabs the shotgun from the guy like that's that's the closest i got yeah like, for like, yeah. like for, most of the time though he's like son i don't have time for your nintendos i'm working on a hot rod and we're trying to make the engine stick further out of the hood type of dude that put he you know he wears sunglasses during sex <laughs> <laughs> And he's got he got the hat that he takes off that has like you know cuts in it from when fucking like he was hunting and the bullet bounced off a tree and hit the wrong side of it. So you finally you decided to to prove us to all of us on to prove us wrong. And you took a, a field wow. a field recorder and uh-huh. you brought it to your house over Christmas. And uh-huh. you recorded an interview with this elusive man that we talked about for we, you. An interview uh, made up of questions that you guys we asked. We asked. We asked. Ryan asked for us to ask him yeah. questions. So now these are, these are all your questions. Keep in mind, none of us have ever heard his voice. Never heard no. his voice. It's so a, we've seen a single photograph. One photo. One photo, yeah. and his oh, voice I'll, has come out of that. I've got some a couple new photos I took for this that I'll show you. Oh, so I don't have them here because they're on my wife's phone. So but. what were my wife? <laughs> <laughs> 
Fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm just glad it's not on me for shit. once. So what we're going to do today is we're going to play clips from the interview, and uh, then we're going to uh, probably pause them constantly. I played a clip or two in my day. <laughs> to, re- to react in shock and horror and amusement. Okay. okay. So without further notice, this is Ryan Scott's interview with his father. All right. So what is the first And what well, else I should say we're also the full uh, uncut interview is also going to be its own episode. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like a third bonus episode, I think. Yeah, if you're I like think. A, a weird historian of uh, So look <laughs> at Ryan Scott. So <laughs> Yeah, I sat down with my dad uh over Christmas. So what was the first question? I, the Criterion collection of uh of, of Norbit will also include the full three hour work print. <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the first question? Uh, do four you asked your dad. The first question that we asked that I asked him is uh what was high school like for you? Oh, did a bunch of drugs, fucked a bunch of women, smoked in the bathroom. That was my question. Drove a hot rod right through my math class. There was this one boy there named Ryan. We used to throw pencils at his head. Can but I, they didn't hit hard enough, so we bought knives. Can Old I, army surplus knives. Can I guess that the actual answer is exhale cigarette smoke. I remember that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, All right. So here it is. Here it is. I'm going to play it right now. Uh, first is, what was high school like for you? Oh, my God. High school? I already paused it. Now you're laughing at my, my wonderful father. Our voices don't sound anything like him. <laughs> now, 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 when you when he gets to the answer... Okay, okay, I'm your sorry, father's I'm sorry. Wait a minute, hold on. I know I've only heard him say, Oh my god. <laughs> when he gets to the answer, you guys will be like, Yep, that's... Okay. He sounds like that dude that did the Bubsy 3D videos. <laughs> You, you heard him say three words. Lulia. Oh my okay, let's, okay. Hear, let's hear two more words. Let's. Jesus Christ. Well, I was probably the first kid that carried a gun to school. You had to get to the to get to the end of this thing. He was jumping up and down in his house. What? Oh my god! That was. That's how he started the interview. I told you. Your father does interviews like prison rules. He just kicks someone's ass in the first fucking sentence. (laughs) Okay. Oh Oh my god! All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. right. Oh, well, that, this is off to a great start. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> they, everybody thinks that's uh, new and uh, things like that never used to happen, but uh, it happened um, 60 years ago. <laughs> well, did, did you? <laughs> well, the teacher pissed me off. Oh, hold, on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, I have two questions right now. Number one. There's six more minutes of this clip. We're 35 seconds in. Number one. Number one. 60 years ago, how old is your dad? Oh, we've established this. He's like 80. He's no, 80? My dad. my dad will be uh, 73 this year. He'll be 73. He was 13 when he brought a gun to school? He's not being specific, Scott. Well, this is my like 58, you know, high school. Number two, why school. did he have a problem with that teacher before class uh, uh, even started? Uh, uh, well, it was a first He's if gonna, we gotta let more than twenty seconds play. Yeah. What, did did you? What, how, what happened here? I've heard. Well, I recall hearing this story before. But what? They caught me with a gun and took it away from me and kicked me out of school. 
<laughs> Great. Okay. Well, there you have that it. That was a wild west. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh my god. So my 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 castmates often kind of joke that um they they joke and they sort of compare don't tell me him what we say about him. He's gonna shoot us. The Columbine guy. Yeah. So I'm sure this will help that image. Yeah, thanks. That's great. Thank you. Thank you for that. I like how your dad laughs like, <laughs> I was the original Dylan Klebold. I got to say, we were pretty close on his laugh. <laughs> Ours was like, <laughs> his was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Is there, is there anything else like sh- as shocking in this there are high few school thi- one? There, uh, well, there or are should few... we just move on to the oh, next one? Oh, you need one? to listen to this whole thing. No, I got to hear the rest we of the whole yeah. thing. Oh, my God. This is going to be like a four-hour Patreon episode. Ooh, fuck it. Let's do this. All right. Oh, also, well, we'll keep going though. What? High well, school, that's high about school. it. I, that's about it. That's about was it. Was freshman year? I was a freshman or a sophomore. Yeah, and he was a bully teacher. He was picked on everybody. He was a real big guy and always pushed his weight around. And none of the kids liked him. And <laughs> what kind of teacher was he? What he subject? He was uh, my uh, leathercraft teacher. It's time to kill. <laughs> Leathercraft. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, be fucking with me. And that's also our one of our chime clocks you hear in the background. Oh my god. That that pops up periodically. Yeah, Leathercraft. This sounds like a that's God he said. you he, Black Emperor song. <laughs> like, he 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 took a gun to school to kill his Leathercraft teacher, yes. That's, yeah, no, that was between um uh slavery and horse armory were the two classes <laughs> around that. His teacher was Leathercraft. His teacher was was Buford Mad Dog Tannen. <laughs> I went, Jesus. I went in there to make a, a holster for my gun in leather. <laughs> Craft class, <laughs> but then they kicked me out. <laughs> he said right. my holster looked more like a lady's purse, <laughs> so I figured I'd show him how well it worked. <laughs> this is the wow. subject they taught. Yes, leathercraft. Well, okay. it was a long time ago. We had horses then. God. <laughs> I, I okay. He's fucking. He's joking. He's fucking with us now. Yeah. Right. Is this what it's like to be Jewish? Because this is like fucking Christmas eight days in this, a row. This probably would have been like 1956, 57. Okay? Like... Didn't have horses back then. They well, had, I'm... Guns was a really popular sport. They had the, the movie I mean, Grease. They, they had Leathercraft. Earlier he said it was the Wild West. He wasn't fucking kidding. It was the actual Wild West with horses. Ryan, where, wow. what town did, where, where did he grow up? This would have been in like Paso Robles, California. Okay, well, okay. Yeah, Paso Robles is still kind of. That like, sounds really wild west. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, run it. Um, oh, also, actually, I meant to start off with this. Before we go any further, you have a couple of sort of life mottos in front of you that, right. um, that, that you, uh, you sort of, th- th- when you were that age. Number one, bless this mess. Number two, kiss my ass. You, Ryan, this is the most you've ever talked on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well. Alright, here we go. This was sort of your, 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 um, your, uh, your, uh, the one is is just a little old man, uh, shoddily dressed, if you will. Uh-huh. And I I got this probably oh, I, I would have to say forty, forty five years ago. Mm-hmm. And it says I don't know nothing, I don't owe nothing. I don't own nothing. I don't want nothing. So I'm perfectly happy. And that was my goal in life. 
Okay. And I carried this in my wallet for, oh, my God. <laughs> it's got to be 45, 45, 50 years probably. Yeah. And it's just something I tried to aspire to. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't think that worked out for you. Well, I think it worked out exactly that. I think way. you changed. No, it worked out pretty good. I got a, I got a worthless son. <laughs> He's done nothing. You Go can. on. Well, then I decided I needed money. Yeah. So I bought some. Here clocks. we are in this nice house. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, you you know plenty. I think that clock goes off every Mostly. two minutes. There are two of them. <laughs> They're fucking dueling Just from clocks. The of hard knocks, I would say. Anything <laughs> else? I was never afraid to try different things. Oh, oh why did Whoa! you not learn that? Whoa! He never oh. taught you. Holy oh, shit! Right. Far from the tree. <laughs> and there, your second one, which I think uh, people did you say? Did, hold on, did you say the of? apple well, fell far from the, the tree? There, yeah. Okay, the yeah. But we all tend to swear when we get mad or don't. Oh, this have, is his second motto. Know what other words to use, and I just. Uh, typed it out and it says oh this is your saying well i don't know who's saying it is i typed it out and put it on this piece of paper but oh okay who's saying who who knows i don't it's I probably don't it's probably s- something i should know that i i don't i don't know is this the first time you've ever seen this motto when he's when he's bringing it out to you right now seems like something i've heard him say before okay i don't think i could say anything that hasn't been said before there's too many people in the world, so probably everything that's been said or is being said has been said. But it's this. Profanity is the last refuge of an inarticulate motherfucker. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. Damn. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's good. That's my dad. Annie. Annie. So, in Star Wars Episode One, uh, titular hero Anakin Skywalker is a young boy covered. He's not a titular hero. He's not the. He's not the. He's not the Star Wars. He's not. He's not the Star. He's not the Wars. He's not the Phantom or the Menace. What are you talking about? He's the hero of the film. That's so not what titular, titular means. means. He's the title. He has no breasts. He is not a titular hero. Lion King is a titular hero because he's the king of the lions. Oh, uh, what do you take me for, eh? Why? Well, uh, a Nimoidian? Uh-oh. So anyway, not another titular hero is Watto, and he... I'm a Tordarian. He's a Tordarian. He's I a... come with a Comtech chip reader. He's a character in the in the hit film uh, Star Wars Episode One. He's a very valuable collectible. You you swipe it over a separate peripheral. And... It makes a sound effect. You ought to hear a famous Hugh Quarshie quotes as Captain Panaka. He runs a pod race that uh, people need... We run a podcast. That people need to get through to get through uh, to to reach their parents and uh, uh, unlock the rest of the film or however that narrative goes. We just one night decided to talk about that dude. <laughs> Roll the dice. Look, Annie, it's a car. Sometimes it breaks. Oh, boy. I'm just so I... tired of all those Star Wars. <laughs> Annie? Annie? <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, that's a different that's race. That's a Toydarian. That's yeah. a Toydarian, but Brian does a very good uh, Toydarian. Oh. I do a, a funny accent that became a character oh. in a, in a multi-million dollar yeah. grossing oh, film honey. that had merchandising. Oh, you're looking for Shmi? I saw, I saw the old guy with the one leg. <laughs> hey, look, there's a five uh, Sandman fucking your mom right now. You, 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 you win the Sky Bike race, I give it back to you. I, uh, I sell him to someone. His name is uh, Lars. He's out by, I don't know, most icely, I guess. It's, uh... Yeah. Oh, my God. I asked him, uh, how many swoop motorcycles do you have? He said, two. I said, it's a good home. He'll take good care of you. <laughs> Look, Annie, what you'll need is, uh, you'll need about five uh, different gyros to fix uh, your uh, bike, but then you'll need a bat to fight off the seven sandmen <laughs> who are fucking your mother right now. There's- it's a funny thing. I can't do anything about it. You have to do a race. Uh, the man from uh, the show about improv will do all the voices. <laughs> Maybe E.T. will be in the crowd. <laughs> Wait, what was the man from the show about improv? What is that? Uh, who's lying? Wait, who's the two headed guy? No, who's lying is an anyway guy. Is there a host yeah. of the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? The two announcer guys that are like, oh, next up in the pod races, Bama, the two headed dude. Huh. <laughs> like Bimo and Bomax. Oh, oh. I, I'm so, I'll give you I'm a, so a little Puerto Rican friend that you can help you start the car. Then go away. Hey, why are you here? Uh, do you want to buy Kid Star, your old friend? <laughs> Wizard. Oh. He's, uh, he's too old. He's not a good child star anymore. I, your your really... coupons don't work on me. I'm really, I'm really happy that this show... You come to check out the IKEA, IKEA furniture selling Craigslist ad. I'm really... It's a, it's a malm. It's in the, the birch color. There's some slight wear. I don't have all the slats, Annie. I'm sorry. I'm really happy that this show pays my rent utilities. Yep. Because this bit is going to fucking... Annie, look, first there is a race, then there's the Feast of the Seven Fishes, and then we do the Gavinch. Oh, big goober fish! It's going to be a long night. Look, Annie. Well, what do you do with that, right? I have have two free tickets to uh, Shea Stadium. You come about the Fleetwood Mac tickets? I... <laughs> what? I have a listing for them. A friend of mine, he's a roadie. I need tickets. I, uh, I, need I, tickets. Would, I would go see it myself, but I uh, have plans that weekend. I, love, I, love, I think I'm the only one that picked up Why don't we have tickets to chase <laughs> It's a popular ballpark. It's been closed for about six years. But look, Annie, you, you get in fourth place in the par race. I'll take you to see anyone you want. You want to go to Bronx Zoo? Uh, you have to wear this hat. It's a hundred degrees outside. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, well, I'm, a, well. I'm a Toydarian. <laughs> Your bullshit does not work in my store. That's really funny. I do not price match. <laughs> All right. How do we get out of that? Brian. Hey, you don't know much about history at all, do you? Oh, of course I do. I'm a historian of sorts. <laughs> right. Well, okay. I I will accept that answer, especially after uh, you explained <laughs> Benjamin Franklin and Mark Twain 
we're time traveling best friends. <laughs> so I, what? Here, here's that might have been true. Here's the thing, and I blame this kind of on the Assassin's Creed games, but a lot of my history is sort of muddled together. And like to me, there's people, there's two time periods. There's when people kind of had technology, and when people were just kind of hanging out in cool, cool long pants. They um, actually used to wear much shorter pants. Yeah, so I, I fabric was tighter back then. I may or may not have fudged together two historical figures who never made or eight historical met. drinks. <laughs> <in your stomach. laughs> who never actually met uh, within the actual confines of time, and I made them best friends because you know that's cool. That's that's sort of like a fan fiction thing to do. Except I did it on a show and so I didn't write it out. Here it is: Benjamin Franklin and Mark Twain. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. <laughs> BFFs. Hide your sisters. Here's the most exciting thing to happen to you when you're driving. I think in you're thinking of Delaware. This is Connecticut when you're driving. <laughs> next rest stop, 17 miles. You get to the next rest stop, and they're like, "That rest stop is closed." <laughs> next stop after that. Do you know anything miles. about the Charter Oak? No. A large falcon swooped down and stole an important paper. This is during some war. And they had to hide it in a tree. <laughs> that's that's to, why people try to kill themselves. They had to capture the bird and put it in amber. That is hide a su- it inside the tree. There should be a sign. And this- Mark Twain built a haunted house over that tree. When you drive into Connecticut, there should be a sign of a picture of a dude with broken headphones, and he's sad. And it's Connecticut, says, Connecticut, the suicide state. Connecticut is where Mark Twain went to hide from all the Southerners he pissed off with the things he wrote. And he lived in a house that was disguised as a riverboat. I feel like Mark, Mark Twain just—he was just working on a page a day calendar. That's the only reason he ever left the house. He kind of come to San Francisco. Oh, it's the coldest winter you ever felt. It was somewhere in the. And then he goes to Connecticut. and He's like, oh, I gotta kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to laugh about suicide, but Connecticut made me suicidal. I love that Mark Twain. Oh, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> I can. Quit. The coldest winter I ever felt was when I wanted to kill myself in Connecticut. Mark Twain. <laughs> And then he went out in the backyard and he put a key on a string and he got struck by lightning. He's like, that doesn't work. That's right. No. <laughs> fucking Ben Franklin. Exactly. And then right after that. Because even in Connecticut, you Mark can't even Fra- do some Mark ben Twain would shit. do that when he was drunk just to be like, he was just into it. He'd LARP. <laughs> no, nah, I think Mark Twain would be like, yo, Ben, go check out that key thing in the backyard. And then he would finger his sister. <laughs> I, love, I love your logic. Ben Franklin and Mark you know Twain what the, uh... are both alive at the same time. And they're friends. You know what the, the state the state slogan of Connecticut is? They don't have one. It's not New Hampshire. <laughs> Do you know the that state? Was a, that was a jab at New Hampshire. The state bird of Connecticut is a, a bird from another state flying into a window and killing himself. <laughs> You actually, you want to know something really fucking weird? The uh, the state bird of Utah is a California gull. What? Yeah. That's an actual thing. Get your thing. own fucking bird, that Utah. Make any sense. Oh, I do. I do like the idea of, of Ben Franklin and Mark Twain being hilarious friends that only pull follies and, and glorious pranks in each other. Oh, Mark Twain, another one of your goofs. Where's your pet mouse? I tied it to a kite. It'll be dead by this evening. They only take credit for other people's inventions throughout time. Ben Franklin's like, yeah, I, I, I'll give you a marble to whitewash that first. And then he fingers his sister's pussy. <laughs> There it is. That's the dumbest bit we've ever done. <laughs> oh, I've cr- 
died twice during this episode once from drinking wrist. This is the most patriotic episode we've ever done. We had a giant gummy cola bottle, and then we talked, we talked incoherently about Mark Twain and Ben Franklin. Hey, yo, Ben Franklin, I heard across the street's a cool place to put a library. Oh, let me go check that out. I'm um, figuring your sister's <laughs> Dude, I've watched episodes of Drunk History that made more sense than you guys. And the sister's like, yo, why do they keep doing that? <laughs> <laughs> why does this keep happening to me? <laughs> hey, take these bifocals and go look at that potbelly stove I invented. It's over there in that, uh, in that thicket of briar patches. Right, I'm going to go check that out right now. Don't do anything crazy while I'm gone. Yo, like yo, finger ben. my sister's pussy. <laughs> Yo, Ben Franklin, I just wrote a book about a couple boys. Can I use your printing press? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, right this way. Cool. I'm going to be upstairs. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to see the thumbnail art for this oh, one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Were those dudes not around at the same time? I don't know. No. <laughs> Uh, I'm really so bad at history, but to me, history is like, it's basically like, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> Where I just think, everybody's just, they're like, oh, Napoleon and Benjamin Franklin and Ichabod Crane are all hanging out in the back of a car and they don't understand how the car works. That's history to me. Brian, I, I don't know how to say this, but I, I know that you've played enough Assassin's Creed games to know that Ben Franklin and Mark Twain weren't friends. Yeah, one of them was a wizard. <laughs> The other one was a magician. And the other one fingers. <laughs> in my version of this, they both have British accents, which doesn't make any sense. Oh, deuce, good, good sir, did you dare? One was a southern gentleman. My word. Oh, oh, all right. Brian? Hey. Remember when you went to Japan? I did, yeah. It was a great trip. Drank with Yakuza. Uh-huh. But you know, what, you know what else you did in Japan? What else did I do in Japan? Went to an Hell Cafe. You went to Japan and had a lot of Street Fighter sound effects on your trip to Japan. I know. You know, that's the horrible thing about hanging with my friends is that I can't get a word in without them just being Japan. like, Japan! <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. You can go to an entire country and experience, like, actual, you know, sections of that culture. And you come back here and we just interrupt you with a noisemaker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I... I I'll, Let her rip! I wouldn't want anything else. Shut up. You bet my guy. So, so fucking weird stuff. So for context, uh, Mitch and I went to Japan for Tokyo Game Show for 10 days. Uh, now, most people only went to, for, for six days. Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, where did you go? Where, where, I wasn't paying attention. Where, 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 sorry, Scott. Real quick update. Uh, we went to Japan. Japan. That's the country. There we Thank go. You. There we go. There we go. All right. <laughs> you might want to move closer to the soundboard if you plan on using it more. Just bring the soundboard to you. I'm just gonna put it on my lap. There okay, we go. There we go. That's like the that's like the karate oh. master who's like, hey, I can I can rip your throat out of, out of your neck, but first you got to grab my wrist. <laughs> so, where, where'd you go to? No, wait, hold on, hold on, wait. But, wait. I love that shit. It has so, something in the bullshit martial arts class. Grab, grab my wrist. Why would I literally ever so do I can that? Destroy in you. I can't even imagine either of you guys in the martial arts. Martial class. arts pro tip number one: never grab a wrist. You win. 
Well, you guys put punch in, man in face. You were like the kids that were put in classes because your parents thought you were going to get your ass kicked at school. No, I volunteered for fat guy Aikido. Really? Yeah. Oh, fat man. guy Aikido? Aikido. But that, like, that sounds like a bully. He like, thought, oh, fuck, is that I fat guy a, Aikido? He thought they said burrito, and he's like, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> I, was in, uh, I was in Taekwondo, which is actually <laughs> Korean for... Uh, uh, an exercise class for fat kids who like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Tight. All right. I thought Dragon Ball Z was Korean for fat kid. <laughs> so, so Heads back up. to uh, Japan. So, so uh, I've been wanting to go to Japan for my entire life. Um, it's but like you've it's, only ended up going to China and Brazil. I've never been to either of those places. <laughs> I know, I know, because you really went to Spain. I've actually, yeah, been, I've and. Been, USA. I, yeah, I live in the in that <laughs> last one. I think that's all the countries. What other countries could there be? Oh, I, I believe there's a uh, India. Sometimes I, I order food from China. Hell of a delivery man. Occasionally, you can order food from Thailand. Yeah, I, I kind of fuck with some Thai food every now and then. They there's make- a. I was going to say, Scott. There is at least one country on there though that I miss. Uh, if you could tell me. It doesn't uh, exist anymore, though. It doesn't sadly. exist anymore? Oh, mm-hmm. what country could that be? Maybe uh, when it did exist, one of our friends, Putnam Whipple, lived in the USSR. <laughs> All right. Well, I'd say that was perfect. <laughs> why? Yeah. Per- yeah. Why, why would he? Why don't we just replace the show with robots? <laughs> For just a dollar a month, and with the back the mor- we'll morning replace, zoo crew. We'll replace the show with five robots. <laughs> Uh, and they'll they'll you know maybe one of them will be a girl who always laughs what are they going to talk about uh they're going to talk about china wait hold on side note uh in japan so we were there for 10 days uh the entire time every time we uh, people laugh like that in real life and every every time i heard in a restaurant someone would go i would go <laughs> and people were like, "That's racist," and I'm like, "No, it's not. That's Street Fighter." Yeah, Street Fighter's racist. It is. I'm just me. Yeah, it's a little bit racist. Did they serve tiger in any of the restaurants? No, no. Oh, okay, That's Malaysian. So, so stepping away from the soundboard for just a second, Brian. Did I'm not I... on the soundboard. <laughs> That's not me. I'm just here to talk. Oh, soundboard. Are so, you disappointed? So you went to. Jap- <laughs> You went to Japan for 10 days, spent an extra four there just raging. Don't say four. He's got that number. (laughs) Four. (laughs) Hey, Max. What? We saw trucks fight. We fucking did see the trucks. They, we that saw them do the, do the damn thing. We saw the trucks fight. Anthony came home. Ryan, <clears throat> you tried to jump over a gate at Ikea and fucking failed miserably. Like, uh, Let's the not dumb, talk about the that. Fucking, the stupid audacity of us to spend a day together to go to a monster truck rally and go shopping at Ikea at the same time just really shows how dumb and childish and adolescent and at the same time fake adult we all are. Yeah. And Ryan, I think you seriously injured yourself that day. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. We well, I know bad I, things happened that day. We all know what we saw. You can think whatever you want. Scott's never laughed harder than I've watching ne- oh you die God. in this Between next Between hearing day. your father for the first time and you trying to hop over a gate, I've never laughed harder. Well, what is this clip? This is this is a supercut. It's about cut. trucks. This is a supercut of us going to Ikea and us going to go see Trucks Bite. Vroom, vroom. Say on it.
Dude. Let's hear it for those fucking trucks. Oh, my Everybody, God. time to talk about trucks. Are you ready for your number one truck podcast? We fucking saw trucks. We're going to talk about all the different trucks. We saw. Hold, on, so hold, many, hold on, hold on, hold so on. many trucks are the I best thought I was, I thought I'm so fucking excited about all the different trucks. I thought I was going to be. We saw the monster trucks. I thought I was going to be. The man's wheel fell off his car. And it was some, like, the truck was a bull. I thought it I was, was going to be so late. Great. And the only thing I texted Max was like, don't talk about the trucks without me. We're going to talk about the trucks. <laughs> Max, you've just been holding this in for like. For like, <laughs> let's start. Let's start from the beginning of our truck day. When a man loves a woman very much, when a man he fucks a truck, and then the truck collides with a wall and some dirt and some ground. And we've, we've been bringing this up to Ryan for a while, and we and Ryan didn't take it very seriously. And the first night of the day, I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna go see trucks." I bet. And the reason I didn't take it seriously is because as much as we all get together to record the show and stuff. Previously, when I was here, we did not make a very good habit of going out and doing things together. It was yeah. a very rare right. occasion that we all went out together. Very rare. And like go to Bennigan's sometimes. Hopefully, hopefully we're going to change it. that now. I think that was a really good first effort at it. So we talked to Ryan into buying us tickets. Ryan bought us very last-minute tickets. Not to what? That we're mad. No, okay. Let not me, that we're let, mad. Let, just... me, let me go further into this. So before, you were traveling on the road. You were, you were driving from Seattle. Moving back here. You were moving back here. Yeah. You were on the road. And so before that, we recorded a podcast which you heard last week while Anthony was on the road, and we recorded the uh, Power Rangers commentary. And so we had to do that on Saturday morning. However, when we got here, it had been talked about not only on this show for weeks, but in email chains for weeks. Always like, always me, Brian, and Max going... We're going to monster trucks. Why would we send emails about monster trucks if we weren't trying to go see them? Ryan would be like, hey, guys, I have your W9 for us. We'd be like, that's great. Did you buy the monster truck jam tickets? Because I don't give a shit. This is the thing. I've been trying to – I was talking with Max about this the other day. That was like – I was telling him, we need to do stuff like that more often just because we're so good when we're all together. And I feel like uh, it's like the best time – one of the best times that I have, honestly, is like going out with everyone together. Yeah. And it's so much better than trying to like figure out like what happened in my life that I can talk about in the last week. And it's like, well, my last week I spent it in the office and then I went home and cooked food. Mm -hmm. So it's like nothing crazy happens. But when we're all together, shit just happens. Happens, happens. It just happens. It's a giant cartoon day. So what happened was when we get to my – when everyone came to my house to record those two episodes, uh, the first thing I said to Ryan when – when he came in was did you get our monster truck tickets yet where are we sitting because i even wrote out a schedule of what we're doing we're going to record the episodes we're going to go to ikea we're going to pick up anthony and then we're going to go watch trucks fight each other fucking truck fucking fuck fights (laughs) thank you angry video game nerd before we went to the truck show once we got into max's place we all decided let's go to ikea because we might be moving the show there so we needed to go look at furniture so then five minutes before you got distracted by all of max's stuff for like an hour well yeah max got a bunch of cool stuff presumably We got yeah, we did some shots in my house. Um, you filled a condom up with water. Yeah, we played with condoms again. <laughs> that's just something you do at Max's house. I, I just like I, the thing that's really is I guess we concerning. just enjoyed each other's company. Well, Brian and Ryan are having dinner upstairs. <clears throat> Max, Anthony, and myself are down there hanging out at the loading dock, just like pushing shopping carts into metal railings as hard as it we can. It made a weird sound. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Grand Theft Auto. And then, so I text I text uh, Brian and Ryan be like, we're downstairs. Hurry up and eat. We want to mm-hmm. go see some All I knew fight. at that moment in time was there were trucks already fighting. Yeah. That was what was going on at that moment. The trucks were like fighting. antsy, like we want to get drunk and see trucks. The so trucks I'm with, I'm, started fighting at 7. It was 7.30 at this point. I'm with Ryan. They t- 
text us and they're like, we're going to, we're going to be downstairs. I'm like, fuck, they were supposed to meet us up here, but this place is a fucking maze. So we'll go outside and meet them. So we get down there and before you can leave Ikea, there's like 50 metal gates in a row. Fuck you. I'm telling this story. And before you talk, before you say this, we scaled them too. This is the hardest I've laughed. In a very long I've time. I've never seen you. You didn't yeah, laugh. Scott made people outside alarmed with the sounds you, he's so, making. So there's you these, like you like you like anime nervous breakdown. I was like crying. the thing that you did was just this. Let's yeah. Let's what happened to so so there's there's a row of these metal gates and then there's all the checkout areas and to leave IKEA you have to either buy something or awkwardly walk past people who are buying something. Uh, it's either that or there's the metal gates. And I'm looking at why? them going like... Why can't I tell this story? Because my version's better and so Scott's. You've because never heard my version. I'd love to hear your version. Hear I heard the version. sound your version made. You want, you want to hear my version? Yeah. It sounded like a fucking egg hitting the street. So, yeah. There, so, <laughs> so there's these... Humpty Dumpty. There's the metal gates that are like... Locked. Yeah, you know. yeah. And they're about and I'm three like, feet well, tall. And I was like, you I, can't I had keep a, me caged. I'm the beast. I had a I had a moment of sheer brilliance where I was like, you know what? I'll just jump it. He looked down. Yeah. He looked down, saw his Indiana no, Jones you know bag, what? I'll and jump thought, it. what would Indy do? Which is like, I I, I want to ask you something. Are you ever in this situation ever in your life? Like, like you're out with your wife, and you're like. Fuck it, I'm jumping the fence. Like, it just flies. A minute no, before, you no, were like, you're no. not going to sleep well because of caffeine. And now all of a sudden, you're fucking Johnny Danger. <laughs> Please explain that to me. That makes no sense to me. I I don't know. I was kind of just out of it just because I'd been up and about and in the middle of you guys' shenanigans all day. It was 730. I, I was supposed to be in bed an hour ago. And I was like, you know, whatever. I'm, I, 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 I can jump it. Uh-huh. And... Um, I, I, I so I, I, I run at the gate and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just hoist myself over. <laughs> no, not all hoist yourself. Well, I'm okay, be, this is what was going through I, my head. No, no, okay. no. Those of you listening at home, he didn't make it. I did not. I did not make it. No, I because, completely wiped. No, out. I was gonna say, hoist yourself over. But I want to look cool doing it, so I'm gonna do it with one hand, like Don Johnson, fucking chasing after a criminal on Miami Vice. It turned out those gates were not locked; they were open. It swung open like a barn door. No, your foot flew in the air like you stepped on a fucking banana peel covered in butter. I got I got hit with three red shells. In the same time. That is what happened. So and. Uh, well, from my point of view, I finished in last place. It looks like it looked like you lost in Street Fighter Two. From my point of view, it looked like a fat kid in a movie trying to do a hurdle, uh-huh. and he just his leg hits the hurdle, gets caught, and he just kind of grabs onto it and does like a Scooby Doo. Uh, <laughs> never mind. I thought that was gonna play the Scooby Doo. Good enough running sound. Yeah, it was like a Scooby Doo. Close enough. But like with the with the banana peel slip on it, and his feet are just like sliding on ice, trying to trying to get any traction. And I know then, Brian said the cashier lady went, "Oh, oh, are you okay?" Yeah. And you know, you know, well, the like, best part that you left out was before you did the jump, you looked me dead in the eye and you go, "Watch this." <laughs> And I was like, oh, I will. Dude, the, the last time, you, the last you time know, I said, like, when I was, do, I was, I was just about to hop the gate, and the little voice in my head was like, what do you, this is yeah. not a good idea, what are you doing? And by then it was too late. It flies in the face of everything I know about, every single thing about you is like, 
I was. Super, I brought Advil to the park just in case. I was like, super. That's who you are. I was super loopy. I was like mad because I was getting impatient because I was like, it is seven thirty. We were screwing around at Max's for like an hour. Fucking I had nobody to be, gets like, mad at seven thirty. I had to be like, guys, monster trucks, and you're like, oh yeah. Well, we, well, we didn't like, know that, yeah. that you weren't going to go to monster trucks if it if the bedtime ended at eight o'clock. Yeah. So anyway, why well, so, to catch a train? So while Ryan's on the ground, I'm laughing hysterically. The gate has fully swung open, so I'm half expecting. The thing that happened to you, Scott, was amazing because I was in the middle of like telling you something, and I see your face. Like I kind of looked at you. <laughs> You're like, "Oh, hey, I see them." And then you do this weird transformation where it was like you were staring at something. It's like you watched like in a it, weird like way. You saw a car it's like wreck. you watched a loved one get really horribly injured, but instead of crying, it was just like, "What?" And you just started fucking te- just tearing up. And this woman behind you was like loading up candles or knuts or bongles or some shit into her car. And she put down what she was holding back in her cart and just stared at you. Because you're just like, Aah! like you're charging up a fucking like Genki Dama or something. Yeah, and, and we were out there banging metal and shit. We probably all came across like a bunch of speed. Like we were all on speed. Yeah, you look like oh, fucking yeah. meth heads. So, so, so and I'm, I'm, I'm in the person. I'm in the store and I'm like. I'm like, okay, I need to get Ryan the fuck out. Like, immediately it was like fight or flight with me. And I was like, I'm going to laugh about this when I get outside, but I have to get Pep Pep out of the store because everybody's looking at me like I'm this fucking guy's so instead of right So now. instead of just taking the easy way out now that the gate is fully swung <laughs> open, walking through it and coming outside to your friends yelling and screaming at how hysterical it was, you guys bolt back into the store and disappear for like five I minutes. I think the last thing I saw yourself. was Brian look at, look at us and just shake his head and walk off. <laughs> you did one of those Parks and Rec things where you That's look at the much, camera and it yeah. zooms in on you and you're just like... That pretty uh. much yeah, sums up every interaction. And I was like, Brian, I'm going to laugh about this for the rest of my life, but first, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> my legs kind of hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, they, they hurt a little bit. Just don't drink coffee too late, Ryan. Don't drink the coffee because you might fucking break your legs. Don't over a goddamn fence at IKEA. Even I'm Ryan, idiot. Ryan, I'm much more limber than you and stuff. And even I didn't try and hop it. I did one leg over, yeah. then slowly dragged fucking the other Groot leg is over. more limber than you. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Can we get to the monster trucks? So we all pile. Some of us can. Yeah. One so, of us couldn't. So we all pile into into an Uber and we we get to the we get to the stadium and as we're as we're driving in the stadium I'm like, look guys, look, you can see it. It's full of lights and a mushroom cloud of smoke and destruction. We're almost there. And then we get there, and we're we're like, where do we go? Where do we go? We gotta get we gotta get Will call. We go up to Will call. We get the tickets, and then as we're walking, Ryan's like, I can't go in there. They have metal detectors. Oh, I, I was and like, I'm oh, like, they're, they're patting you down with metal detectors. What the hell? And I go, I what do you mean, what this? the hell? It's a fucking sporting event. It's a coliseum with tens of thousands of yeah, people Yeah, they do it at Giants yeah. games, too, don't they? I've never they been do it in everywhere now. We, yeah, this is a post-9-11 fucking dystopia. Don't bring a knife to the truck show. <laughs> oh. So Ryan's like, I can't get in. They're going to make me throw away my knife. And we were like, throw it in the trash and get a new knife. He's like, I can't. I've had it for 16 years. Throw it in the I bush. I said just hide it in a bush. Yeah, we said we told him to hide it in a bush. It's like, like a $300 knife or something. No you know how many club Nintendo packages I've opened with this piece of no shit? Way. So of all of us, of the of the five of us going to the monster truck It's like show, asking Indy to throw away his hat. Which one of you? It, 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 what are you talking about? That made no sense. No, he's saying it's so much a part of his toolkit. It's yeah. what makes Ryan Ryan. It's my knife. It's not your knife. You can't bring it into a, a, a fucking stadium. Well, it, it is my knife. You can't stab somebody with a I, fucking hat. I own it. If we had a car, would you have, would you have <laughs> Ryan, if we had driven our own car there, would you have put the knife in the car? No, he had to make his train. Bike? 
Well, if we that, were there early enough. Why don't you stash? It, what about stash? Oh, if we had been there early enough, yeah. Can we just talk about the fucking trucks already? So they so I, they won't let Ryan in because he has a knife. Well, and I, also because he doesn't want to go in, and he has the knife, so we're not going to force him to go in. And also, yeah. stab also us with it was late. I had to get home. Hand. So we got through the gates. By. We got through the gates, and the first thing we did is uh also we went up to a merch bar and we were like looking at all the shirts really intently and the guy kind of didn't like us and he said there's eight more stands inside like that's what he said to us because i think you could tell we were just there to make fun of it and uh but as soon as we got inside it was i wanted to buy those it was the only it was the only time i've seen four men i guess just max withheld in their 30s like that are running through the hallways like we're 10 year olds who just got to let into toys no, yeah, that is not the first time you've seen that you've seen that every time we were we've been out no no, no no not no. like this we were full on running like where are seats because we can hear the, every time we can just hear in the halls like, we gotta get there we gotta get and there, you're like you gotta, gotta keep in mind there's two types of people here there are people who are 45 who are blacked out drunk and there there are children and we're somewhere we are in the both <laughs> and this is the thing yeah we are both and this is the <laughs> This is the kind of place that, like, is legally required to play that song radioactive every four seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's why that song was recorded. And then I was was gone by this point. They're just bumping this, like, radioactive! And we're like, ah, get to the trucks! So of course, then we see a bar because we're like fucking cats. <laughs> just like I don't even know where you're going with that. Was a, we're, we're trying to run to find well, our well, seats. Well, the first truck and we then saw run... was a truck wreck, and we were like, "Yeah, yeah, exactly." So then we, yeah, because we stopped on the way there and we watched one truck do its thing and it flipped over on its back. We're like, "Fuck yes, we're here!" And then we were like, "We gotta run to get our get to our seats." And then it was a tire screech for all of us once we saw bars. Like, mm-hmm. Hold on. Yeah, the dog Hold stopped on. chasing a squirrel because he saw like a love, peanut butter. We're bone. like, we're like, we'll stop and ask these people for directions to our seats, and we stand there for ten minutes. And we're like, yeah, can we get eight shots? <laughs> <laughs> so she's trying to make us eight shots, almost taking a header every time. Mm-hmm. She was just slipping all over the place. Then we get our, we get our shots. We go up to our, we go up to our our seats, and we're like, all right, we're on the third level. And then I find our section, and I start walking. And walking. Stepping and over walking. babies, by the way. Toddlers yes. that are just like crawling on the stairs. Wearing little yeah. gravedigger hats. Yeah. So cute. <laughs> and then we finally get to our seats. The very, very Literally top row. Literally the last row. The, last the highest row. possible row in the universe. The last... Well, I told you guys that's where they were. Fucking stairway to fucking heaven. The last five <laughs> open seats. Now, mind you... Was it completely sold out? It was actually... It was, it was definitely it was, sold out. It was, it, it was actually out. four seats, wow. and your seat was taken by a big black woman, and I wish I could have been there for you to tap her on the shoulder. <laughs> so she would have thrown your Daffy Duck ass off the roof. <laughs> 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 now, the best part about Oakland Coliseum is... I'm they're still building it. <laughs> I'm assuming they're in the middle of renovations because both jumbotrons were just completely hollowed out, like they were, they were stolen in the middle no, of the they night. They were literally held up by cranes. No, no, no. Monster yeah. Jam brought in their own, oh, their own okay. jumbotron and held it with a crane. Okay, it, so they have all kinds of trucks that they travel with. Oh, it's yeah. just like imagine if in this the local sporting event in your area or your town or your city, if you went there and the fucking the scoreboard was held up by a rope. <laughs> but so, tens of thousands of people were like, "It's fine." Like it, it, oh, it, so I, cool. it honestly looks like where Kurt Russell like has end, to play basketball in Escape from a. It looks like the end of Akira. Yeah, yeah. like it's in a giant half finished coliseum and there's carnage. And it's and full smoke. of dirt, which is the best part. Yeah. So we sit down. We sit down and we were like, all right, we'll see a couple trucks. The first tr- halfway through the first trucks run, all of our bachelor's degrees just 
went up in smoke. Oh, yeah. And we just instantly became idiots. Yeah. Just like... I didn't understand the scoring. I just knew I was mad when they got low numbers. I love the scoring. So there was scoring. Scoring. The judges for this are like six randomly selected people in seats. It was like... Of half a family from like Richmond, s- yeah, yeah, Richmond, and then like some chick from Hercules. like L.A., and then a girl, like a six-year-old boy, and then just and they're each handed a, a ten cards, one through ten, and depending on what they see, they hold up the numbers, but without consulting each other or anything like that. So you can see the most amazing thing in your life, and one of them's like six, and the other one's like nine, the other one's like eight. Ten, ten. All right, guys. That was the first time I ever thought about going to the parking lot afterwards and just beating the shit out of a judge. (laughs) They they hold all the cards up, and it shows them to you. You see all the scores. And at this point, third graders can probably figure out what the final score is going to be once you figure out the process. They hold that up, and then they go... They put all the scores up on the Jumbotron, like, in, in actual numbers, and then they go, and we're dropping the low score, and they we're drop the low the score. dropping the high 10 and the low 6. No, but I wanted to, it was I like want, Schoolhouse Rock. Like, Max, I wanted to ask step by step. There's an amazing process that happens, because the entire building's fucking intelligence, ours included, is at a third grade level. So when they hold up all the signs, there's like eight smart people in the crowds that go, woo! Because they did the math. <laughs> but the rest of the room is just like... I'll let the I'll let the scoreboard tell me. What, yeah. Oh, a twenty nine! Yeah, that's a good score. Well, not, but not only that, but they, it's like wrestling. They fuck with you because they just all of a sudden will be like they get a bonus of four points. And yeah. you're like, from what? It Denver says because they drove on the thing. You yeah. got well, a they, minus nine smoke tax. Yeah. <laughs> and also like wrestling. And this was Brian and I had the same thing at the same time. There was a truck that stalled, and we're like, oh shit, this is like wrestling when he's knocked out and the ref is lifting his <laughs> arm and it drops, <laughs> lifts it up, and then the guy starts his truck up and. Everyone goes, like, yeah, yeah, freaks the fuck out. That happened, but also there was, I mean, the larger thing that I think everyone gets most excited for is just trucks wrecking, which yeah. there was one that came out that was called like the Dragon, and it was like the most elaborate bodywork of any of the trucks yeah. out there. And it was out there for like eight seconds before it rolled and just <laughs> yep. smashed its bodywork to bits. Yeah, and but was I was it. like, I, it was it's done. basically, <laughs> you get in there, it makes no sense. None of this makes any sense. I don't really, if you think about any sport, like getting a bunch of people together to yell at something happening that you have no control of makes very little sense. But this is basically the like they took an uh, they took a coliseum and they filled it with dirt and hills <laughs> and they just let these trucks drive around them and i said like when we got up there i was like this is like watching a dog run around a backyard <laughs> i yeah <laughs> what i love it is to go in there to understand monster trucks aka truck fights as a sport you have to understand the following concept what do trucks normally do? <laughs> and then you have to be able to understand, what do you wish trucks could do? <laughs> and the answer to that is either be haunted house themed or dragon themed or bull themed <laughs> and or have big tires and jump on stuff. <laughs> I forgot about There was a truck. <laughs> There's El Toro Loco that is a bull truck. And El Toro Loco comes out and imitates a fucking bull and drives out and revs the engines like, rrr, 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 rrr. And goes about like 20 feet and then stops suddenly and then smoke comes out of the front of the truck where its nostrils would be if it was an animal instead of a truck. And then it kept doing that. It would just sort of go like a little bit and then stop and spin around. It was imitating a bull. It was a fucking truck imitating a farm animal. And it was like, 
and then it, and then it did these little things where it would go on top of mounds and just stop and like if a truck could look around that truck would but it didn't because it's, and it's amazing because while this is all happening my wife's in sonoma at this at this bachelorette <laughs> she's party being classy that's just like it's one of those bachelorette parties where the woman getting married is like 38 so she's yeah. just like okay we're gonna get maybe like three penis whistles but there's gonna be no sexy firemen and we're gonna go to wine country and we're gonna rent out a little bed and breakfast right. and we're gonna give out macaroons and have red velvet cake so she's sending me pictures she's like honey nice. she's like look at this nice wine i'm drinking and i'm like i don't give a shit this car can breathe smoke from its fucking nose <laughs> this one fell over and she's like she's like look at these nice macaroons i got and i was like no one cares woman there's fireworks <laughs> stacy texted me in the middle of it and she's like how's your how's your boys night out and i just <laughs> took a picture of a car flipped over <laughs> being attended to by a tractor trailer a medical team <laughs> and something else to flip it over and it texted her in all caps they just killed a truck in the middle of the ring and we watched it die i, I sent i sent i sent her a picture of the the smoke at the very end when the fireworks were done and i was just like honey there were no survivors <laughs> I was telling Brian at dinner. It was a fucking Def Leppard video. Because we're still talking so about cool. how awesome it is. I, love I was trucks. telling Brian at dinner, like, <laughs> it's the first so much. It's the first it's so time. Awesome. First it's so much fun. It's the much first thing. and only time in my life where I've been somewhere and I have almost yelled a homophobic <laughs> slur at an inanimate object. At a truck. <laughs> For yeah, not going a, over a jump the, the, cool, the coolest thing so, is, is that we spent all night. There was like uh, this one spot where they use shipping containers, and we were like, oh, I guess they try and drive up on the shipping containers. That looks really hard. Turns out the shipping container's only purpose is for flips, truck flips. Yeah, every time that once a night a fucking truck turns into fucking the ghost of Tony Hawk, and he ollies <laughs> or, up and does a, a 720. Tyco, or a Tyco RC car. Yeah. yeah, and so and so the first truck that tried to do the flip, which was Gravedigger, Grave Digger. by the way. Like, all the other trucks were like, oh, we almost now, hold on, the hold thing. On. And Gravedigger rolls out, and he's just like, no, 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 no. We do not talk about Gravedigger under the auspices of boxes. We talk about Gravedigger because Gravedigger. Do you remember to talk about Gravedigger, who is the best truck because he's a haunted house truck? Do you guys remember that year Barry Bonds had all those home runs and everyone was like, he's on performance enhancing drugs, but we don't care because this is a fucking spectacle? Yeah. That's how it is watching Gravedigger. True. Yeah. He shows up and he's he's on fucking jumpers or like steroid rods he's, he's or He's legitimately like five times faster yeah. than any truck. He's got, yeah. the most, he's got the most money because he has Hot Wheels. Yeah. He literally has Hot Wheels of toys of him, but also Hot Wheels. Everyone else couldn't clear the main jump, and he would clear it with, like, 40 feet to spare. It was crazy. Like, there's a giant mound in the middle with seven other jumps attached to it, and Gravedigger just fucking and clears the whole thing. Yeah, Yeah. because Gravedigger fucking rules. Gravedigger's so great. He comes out. I love everyone. Like, Gravedigger's been around for 30 years. Oh, yeah, and when he came out, by the way. That's not regular grave When digger. he came out, he came out to Bad to the Bone, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Which was written by Ryan Scott's dad, I think. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, he comes out. And it, everyone's like, yeah, Gravedigger, we wanted to see Gravedigger, because that was the other word they said in the commercial besides Sunday eight times. <laughs> and then, and he comes out, he does his thing, and everyone's really excited, and Gravedigger, of course, becomes the number one truck through their uh, accurate scoring system. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even though one fucking idiot kid gave him, like, a six or some well, shit, they were like, get the fuck out, little <laughs> shitty kid! <laughs> we are, we are gonna drop kid. that piece of shit score, I'm kick sorry. your ass out, Grave and Digger. give you six bonus points Gravedigger was the first truck to try the flip, too. Yeah. And he did it in over 
flipped and wrecked his shit. Yeah. And then he just stayed there. But then the next one, yeah, every, uh, by the way, by the way, they every left other his car, body there. Yeah. Every other car that flipped over and died. Yeah. Like a medic team would come out and pull it away. Grape Digger's Grape undead Digger, though. He doesn't give a but, shit. Oh, I want to talk car. about that real quick. The medic team was awesome because every time a car flips over, a tractor drives out with like a, ho- a hook on the front. And then there's this funny little golf cart. And then there's this like 200 pound man that has to run five times a year. And he's like, no, that looked like, <laughs> that looked like the intro to a really cool 80s action like show, <laughs> yeah. but from like 300 feet away. Yeah. So everything looked really sad and small. <laughs> like up close, that man running in his like speed, like his speed jacket or whatever probably mm-hmm. looked really cool. And then they had like a go kart with six dudes in it. One's hanging off the side. Like they're in fucking GI Joe. And then there's like a front loader and there's a different truck that's got a thing on it. I don't know what it's called. And they all come out together and they make sure the guy's okay and hasn't, isn't bleeding out the ears. Right. And then they move the fucking truck off. Grave Digger's just chilling there. He's just, they're just like, fuck it. Yeah. Grave Digger, they'll buy a new one with his, with his ghost money. It was almost like, it was almost like Grave Digger was left there as a warning to the other yeah. trucks. But then the next truck to come out was Grave Digger's dad, Grave Digger the legend, who comes out. <laughs> and he's kind of older, so he can't really dress like a heavy metal concert anymore. <laughs> so he comes out and it just looks like kind of a spooky ice cream truck. Like maybe the Maytag man started a rockabilly band and he comes out and he comes out and he fucks shit up. And he's just as cool as Grave Digger. He's doing all kinds of fucking launching ass jumps and just jumping off but of shit. Still didn't get first. All over the place. And he has a bunch of stuff and some donuts and everyone's like, yeah, Grave Digger's dad, you're pretty cool too. And then he fucking does something really ballsy and he goes over to Metal Militia's truck and Metal Militia's That's like right. the hip mm-hmm. young guy. If you've been in Southern California in your life, you've probably seen 800 fucking Metal Militia stickers in the or back hats. of smaller monster trucks, baby monster trucks, right. trucklings. Uh, and he, and he fucking, Gravedigger's dad is like supposed to pull into his little parking spot, but he on purpose totally goes up on one of Metal Militia's wheels. Like, oops, I fucking bumped your car with my big truck. Yeah. Fucker. And yeah. he backs off and they're like, alright, whatever. And then Metal Militia comes out and is the best fucking truck, and, and I hate to admit it, but he won. Are you ready? Yeah, it was it was everything that you want to hate about backwards hat bros. Yeah. Is Metal Militia and one. But he fucking one thing. redid so but well. It was crazy, and he landed his flip. And not only did he then land his flip, but then like the he did bottom a, of his, the bottom of did, his car. Was oh yeah, it was glowing. it was on fire. It was, there like was red sparks hot. and shit shooting out. And then, and then he did a flip. He fucking died. And then he did a huge jump and broke his wheel off and kept trying to no, drive. No, no, he even he, after he, he broke did the flip. Off. He did the flip, landed the huge jump, and then he's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna crash into these cars and really give them a shot. You sound like five year old. And he crashed <laughs> into the car. His tire goes <laughs> off. Just noticed. Wow. <laughs> Actually, I just noticed that. I no, sound it was that exact moment when six year olds trying to. No, no, he didn't fire. Then flip. It was flip. And then, then there was it fire. Just, he it had three like legs and he's doing donuts and shit. He had three just, legs. He had three legs. He dug his peg leg into the already broken cars and spun them around and then broke wanna, off his I, other wheel. I want to point out too exploded. that by this point in the night, all of her voices are gone. Eighty-five women are now pregnant. There's like every, <laughs> fucking some guy lost his job at Applebee's. Like the, the crowd is crazy. We're yeah. crazy. Yeah. We're out of our goddamn. I'm yeah. ready to jump off the fucking top. I'm going to elbow drop the whole fucking. And Metal place. Militia did all that and still didn't get first. Yeah. Right. No, not Right, but then, but then, how it ended, and like, I love this because, like I said, the point of entry for this sport, quote unquote sport, Wait, quote I, unquote, before you, before you go into this, Metal Militia, Metal Militia ends his run, and then the entire stadium is filled with fireworks shooting into yeah. the middle and like, out this is, of it. Oh yeah, the thing is, when one of the trucks flips over too, and they gotta have the action force come out and fucking unfuck the trucks, they have another old truck that I think broke its hip or something, and it very slowly drives around the stadium, and a fat guy in the back has a t-shirt shirt cannon and he shoots out shirts so that nobody is bored at all or watching, like, or watching like, yeah. to see a person permanently injured yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, but we needed a fucking t-shirt satellite to get to the fucking top row where we were. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so at the end, they, they decided to announce the winner. And the winner was, of course, Gravedigger. And Gravedigger came out. And I was shocked to see the Gravedigger is not a walking school skeleton, but in fact, yeah, no, he's a, he's like a Harlem Globetrotter of trucks. He wins yeah. every time. He comes out and he decides and they give him the award. We see it up on the Jumbotron. And the award looks like... A really early mock-up of what a, an award would look like nine um, months later when it's ready for production. <laughs> this was like a, a two layers of foam core slapped together with it looks like a black like the sticker IGN on it. Best of E3 award. Final work, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, Scott, you can make a trophy. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, it's a great award to win, but I'm gonna give it to my friend Metal Militia. And everyone's like, ah. And then Metal Militia's like, but I'm gonna give it to the fans. And he just gave it to some random kid, and then they walked away. And the fan was like, and I'm gonna sell it for meth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna break it before I'm even in the parking lot because I'm 12. Yeah, I was. I, I was. I was saying to these guys that the entire crowd was basically it's the people that when you get when you're at a sporting event and they do like a moment of silence or they do the 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 <laughs> fucking what not the the fucking not the, the America song the America song the America song why can't none of us name the that? national anthem you <laughs> fucking scum you know the America whistles <laughs> stags and stripes. I assume you would have meant the America song from Team America. No, no. no. The, no. the fucking Star Spangled Banner. The actual Banner. America no, I, song. Well. But you know, at the end, and then they go, for the land of the free, and somebody in the crowd goes, <laughs> the entire crowd was those people. <laughs> it was 50,000 of that guy yeah. and his wife. There was at one point this guy turned around with his fucking belly shirt that said, I love Taylor Swift. And he started giving the middle finger. He's like, fucking truck sucks. <laughs> it's one of the best things I've ever seen in my entire there were, life. There were those great, there's, there were I people. Almost, there was a point where I, I looked over at Brian and was like, I'm going to take off my shirt. I have to take yeah. off my shirt. No, it was, I want to go in the summertime. <laughs> it's so much fun though because it's I love it because like you know you don't have to understand a whole lot to go in there mm. and get excited about it you actually don't even have to know as much as wrestling like wrestling there's backstories there's yeah. like there's lore I will say it these was... are just like you look at the truck and you make it you judge it you judge it at fucking face value you're like that truck looks like a bull I bet it's bull themed well, and then you're and like, then it like it breathing has a, smoke it has a Spanish name maybe I don't like that I will yeah. say it was well, the like, uh, least ethnically diverse event I've ever been to in my life Brian, do you remember a show called uh, Fraggle Rock? Yeah, I do. <laughs> do you remember what you said about Fraggle Rock? I mean, yeah, I went into a whole tirade about the ecosystem. And I was going to say you went into a you went into a hole. I did. I went to a hole, and that's really how Fraggle Rock begins and ends. Is that it's a it's a story of a bunch of puppets. It's, it's that, a puppets that have an underground meth lab. They do. Um, but the the interesting thing about th- a Fraggle Rock is that it, it's sort of uh, it feels a lot like Washington D.C. in that there are multiple levels of, of politics, uh, and I really blacked out on this show and just talked about how. Some of them have it harder than others, but they're they're all part of the equation. And you will find out about that right now, straight out of the Patreon Treehouse of Trust. Brian explains the ecosystem of Fraggle Rock. God damn it. And this is weird, but I always really liked Fraggle Rock because I feel like Fraggle Rock was somewhere between yes. the Muppets and Labyrinth. Like mm-hmm. Fraggle Rock was uh, the, all the cartoon characters were bright and colorful and funny and goofy and very seventies. And they had like the one guy had the, the fucking taxi cab hat with the fucked up hair, and the other one was a slut. Um, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> red? No, the main character. 
Um, or Uncle Traveling Matt was definitely b- banging all over the world. Uh, <laughs> this is this is fucking terrifying because I've never seen Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock's if, awesome. If you but, but if you were doing your Brian thing where you're like Frankie Blumpkins and the fucking shit dicks are fucking <laughs> around with the dildo cats down at Gurney Creek, <laughs> Colbert Harry's fucking around. With, <laughs> there a bunch but, of but, but Fraggle Rock was like. like it was a really dark show, and I don't think people give it that kind of credit. There are these creatures constantly trying to build the city, and the Fraggle are like, fuck it, we're going to eat it because it tastes like sugar. So this is what I love about Fraggle Rock. I'll break it down right now. And this is, it didn't make a ton of sense. Fraggle Rock and Max, ho- hopefully, having never seen the show, you can try to put things together. Fraggle Rock, let me start at the most basic ecosystem of Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock starts on the bottom. It's kind of like the wire, right? If we're, if we're working all the way up to the top of the towers on the wire, we've got to start at the bottom with these like, street crawlers, the hustlers. They're the one selling drugs on the floor. The doozers? That's the doozers. And they're building, right? And they're building out of sticks and fragments. And there's at the, at basically at the basic, uh, the basic core level of Fraggle Rock are these tiny little people who are the size of mice. And they are building up these tiny little structures. And the Fraggles come in. The Fraggles are these people that live underground and they eat what the doozers build. So the doozers build homes and beautiful architecture. They basically build N64 wireframe models of, of their favorite places that they'll never get to visit because they're cave slaves. Fraggles come in, eat those things, say, fuck you, doozers. We don't give a shit about that. And you go, man, that's, that's weird. But where's the ecosystem going? Like, where's their predator prey system? It goes in two different directions. And this is where it gets really crazy. One is on the left. And that's as if they go outside to get some garbage. And outside by the garbage are these two garbage monsters of like Guy Fieri and his mom and they're huge trash bag <laughs> talking trash people they look like it's there's the gorgs they're gorgs and they're like Snuffleupagus his weird aunt you know <laughs> yeah. nieces and nephews <laughs> they're really weird and it's a dude this Gamergate dude that lives with his mom and he's just disgusting he's revolting and they literally talk to a compost well, pile about there's a talking compost pile surrounded by food that they steal so they take the, the fraggle steal this dude's fucking garbage can car parts and his uh banana peels and all this all the bullshit and that's if they just go there and there's there's fucked up because people are trying to they, these these goger dudes with the fuck are trying to steal these gogurt motherfuckers are always trying to steal the fraggles and eat them so guy here and his mom are they got gamergate over here you got the fraggles in the center and right beneath them you have the doozers who are building architecture but they're getting eaten like rats now hard right <laughs> over this way Bear with me. You have a real human man. Not a Muppet. A Not real a Muppet. Man. A real human man living in a room with a typewriter and a shitty desk and no internet and the cutest cartoon dog who hates anything that crawls out of the hole in the corner and wants to eat him and kill them because he's a dog. So he sees something crawl out and he's just like... I gotta eat that fucking thing. This is my job as a dog is to protect this old dying writing blogger man who's talking probably he's racist as hell and he's just like, oh, you know what they gotta stop is the fucking all the black people voting. And he's got a typewriter and instead of the dog knocking the typewriter out of his table, he doesn't know how to do that yet. He has to stop all the things coming out of the walls. Now one fraggle in the history of all fraggles got through the walls and his name is Uncle Traveling Matt. Uncle Traveling Matt got through the walls and he writes letters to the fraggles all the time but they're in the form of postcards. But he doesn't understand the 
real world. So he'll see a dildo outside somewhere and he's like, I saw a cool tower covered with weird slime. And he sends letters back and it's fucking crazy. And somewhere in all of this are these fraggles and you feel bad for them because they have to eat street rats who build apartments. The people to the left are trash monsters like Guy Fieri, Gamergators who live with their mom. On the right, you got this racist ass blogger and his dog. And above, you got the one man that made it out of the system, his uncle traveling Matt. And he went street crazy just trying to understand the world out there. Down in Fraggle Rock. Down in Fraggle Rock. You know what I don't understand? <laughs> Worries for another day. How does how do those postcards get back to Fraggle Rock? I think, what the dog, is their, I think the dog's cool with that. What is actually, their, what is their There's the system? actually <laughs> wrap up the show. Fuck this. Okay. That was very Next good, question. Brian. Thank you. All right, so one night we had uh, Jack DeVries on the show. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, that beautiful man. And he, uh, we were talking about something, and then we decided to... We're putting this in the best of? Yeah, we were sti- we decided to start talking about weird fast food restaurants. Uh-huh. And the alternate reality commercials that they should have. Oh, yeah. God, this one? Yeah. This was a weird day. I this mean, like, this, this guy's so many people mad. Can I just... Can I preface this by saying that we're not making fun of anybody who goes to fast food restaurants. We're making fun of fast food restaurants. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're making fun of the advertising. You shouldn't eat fast food, though. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're billionaire. Whatever the fuck you want. They're billionaire know? corporations that are tricking you into thinking that eating garbage is okay. I think that eating garbage is okay if you do it in moderation. These companies want to make sure that you do it all the time, and that's where we draw the line. Anyway. So let's make fun of them together. Yeah. yeah. And talk about wolves. And take a big dark, dark poop. Yep. Like, I pretty much spend... At this point, like, 75% of my year, like, at my boyfriend's place. And then I, like, go back to my own place, and it's just this sad day. I, like, play video games all day, and, like, I'm like, I needed this. And then at the end of it, I'm like, I don't want this anymore. Well, you get get excited for, like, a fast food commercial. You're like, oh, they, it's... Yeah, like, Chili's comes on, they're like, oh, my God, your honey chipotle chicken crisper crisper bites. Oh, it's a zesty frontega cheese nacho. There's this fucking ad. Quesaritos. I listen to Pandora a lot. There's this ad that Wendy's has been rolling. Where it's this stupid ass jingle that's like kind of sort of cutesy, like ironic. It's, if you don't give like, a shit about yourself anymore, yeah. come on down. Yeah, yeah. the thing about like why you deserve and it's to like, eat it's their like food. You should reward yourself for nothing. Ha ha. We're being we're joking, but we're not. Right. You didn't. You don't deserve anything. They have a TV version and of it, that, and they're like, "Hey, I didn't do the laundry," and then they <sighs> stuff this fucking burger in their face. It's and you're really. Like, oh yeah, go kill yourself. Welcome to the fall of Rome. <laughs> This is what every fast food commercial should be right now. It should just be a slow shot of a fucking just a wolf pouring honey all over a plate. <laughs> and then someone just going, <laughs> and then there's a picture of a cheeseburger. And it says, Wendy's. That's it. That's all you need. You don't need, like, now they're just, they're just faking it now. They're like, oh, you, you really earned this. No, you fucking didn't. You didn't earn this shit, you slavish mess. I like, I like, oh, I like, well, I like the, the direction, imagery. The direction you're going. This is like David Lynch's PS3 commercials. Yeah, yeah. I like it after the Wendy's. <laughs> Come on down to Wendy's and get the big shizzle fucking bacon blaster right. fight for your fat fucking face. Well, and, then, of, and then immediately after that, it's, 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 it's Bjork and mm-hmm. she's, she's newly married to a halberd. And, yeah. and she looks at the camera and she goes, 
We're very happy together. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they gotta stop this shit where they're like, oh, the zesty, crunchy frontier, blah, blah, and then make up all these not real words. Oh, it's a ranch. Oh, it's a cool adventure through the, <laughs> the summer, summer times here. So it's time to cool down with yeah. a raspberry refresher. No, it's not. There should be a, a picture of a guy in a fucking one giant pajama leg that just has <laughs> his head at the top. What is he, a fucking his feet at the bottom, and it just goes, <laughs> And he rolls over like a moving sarcophagus in a bowl of beans, and he just goes, and then his logo pops up, and it just says, it's just the W from Wendy's, and then other symbols. It's just like, and there's a picture of a burger, and they just keep piling things on it. And then it's just like a fake dollar, like anything that looks cheap, like six coins fall on the screen. It's like, have you ever that like, should be it. That's how you advertise fast food. Have you ever been into like a fast food restaurant, like <clears throat> when it's not a meal time, like those hours? But oh yeah, them? oh when there's and no then, one, yeah, the and, and like and there's hours. always like one person in there eating. It should just be footage of those people, like a montage, but of what, shot from a mile away, a, just like <laughs> from outside the window. <clears throat> into it like looking in and you're like hey and you're like what is wrong with all these people and you're just like hey this is this is your life like eventually you're gonna come here even when you're not hungry i want to see darren aronofsky do some fast food commercials right? yeah seriously totally. this is what it should be i mean this is what it should be restaurants are already like yeah. like a horrible yeah. like weird twist cut of the fast food restaurant you think you're going into every time and you walk in and you should look and go oh no I've made a horrible mistake and instead you walk up to the counter and you go can I have this thing I know I don't want and it should, it should be it should be like just a, a Mr. Potato Head covered in hair that's just on his seventh time jerking off in 45 minutes. And there's a sign on the screen that just shows like an, an upside down McRib with wings <laughs> flying away. Hey, and he one. just looks up and he's like I got one. And I then he one. rolls out of the house. That's it's the a, whole commercial. It's, it's Monterey Jack from, from, from Rescue Rangers. <laughs> and he's like, oh, we gotta <laughs> go like on an adventure. Hypnosis but then, eyes. It, but then it, it, it shifts from him and suddenly he becomes a real human. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the cool, the cool rocket car contraptions <laughs> to roller skate is actually just a broken down like Tercel, like a he's, shitty car, and he's just like <laughs> he's just a guy in like pajama just pants just in the middle of January, and he's in his driveway eating a hamburger. <laughs> well, no, here's one. Uh, there's a guy that pulls up in his car, but he dies on his, on his steering wheel, like when you get shot in GTA, and he just falls face first, and he goes. And a lady larger than him throws French fries inside the car <laughs> as it slowly rolls down a hill. I was gonna. I just want to see. I was gonna say that it looks like I. It would be like a Pixar rendering accident of a human being where eyeballs are shooting all over the place, and it's just all it's trying to do is just turn around and smile at the camera. But every time it does, everything is shooting all over the place. And then a hamburger slowly rises up into the <laughs> Or there's a giant there's a giant faucet dumping shamrock shakes into a shower and a seven person human centipede that all looks like tiny fat Alberts are crawling up the wall into it. <laughs> and it just says McBah! <laughs> 
Oh my god! Like they should really just just should be a a cycle of sounds and lights are pumped onto just a a toilet bowl full of parts of cheese and meat, and it's just like and some guys like. It's just like it just says Carl's job. It's like, do you guys hear about that new uh, that new sandwich the KFC announced? No, no, what? It's it's just a it's. It, it's it's a man's last wishes <laughs> held in his own hand. Just that's it. Have you heard about the bacon on it? But it's just it's, it's his hand, just removed from his it's body. No, I haven't. But did you see? Did you see the new ad for Arby's where it's a goat eating a tin can in that uh, nightclub from Blade, where it's just raining blood? <laughs> I really like the new Burger King sandwich where you eat it. And then the cheese, your face just melts like the cheese, and you're like the Nazis from the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. And you're just like, oh. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest, that, that scene actually does look kind of delicious in a weird way. It looks good, right? You're like, oh, if you if it, they came up and they were like, hey, man, how good's our burger? And they ate it, and they're like, oh, you'd be like. Uh, did you guys see? It. Did you guys see that new White Castle commercial where no. this guy he's got this giant uh, paper ball and he unfurls it and it's his wife's divorce papers and inside of it is a beating, crying human heart and he digs into it in front of his kids that explode on impact oh. <laughs> and then it says White Castle and then a, cr- a kingdom crumbles. I saw the I saw the Dairy Queen Blizzard commercial. It's kind of like this, but it's a bunch of kids at a birthday party getting really excited and they all. Uh, they open their presents and it's blizzards, but inside the blizzards, it's just bees. <laughs> Those are good. I like the I like the uh, the Jack in the Box one where, where Jack comes out and he's like, "Hey guys, I know things have been kind of wacky lately with all these really extreme, you know, commercials." And he just slits his own wrists, <laughs> then bleeds out in the course of and eight just minutes. sprays a row of potheads. <laughs> that's super weird. But that's not as well, bad. Fiona as Apple's criminal is playing. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. not as weird as that Taco Bell commercial where the dude takes that new Doritos taco into that uh, teleporter from Je- Jeff Goldblum's The, the Fly, Fly. <laughs> and then he walks out and he's like Mayor McCheese, but a taco's his head, but his dick is his own human body and he's just screaming. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that was a weird one. God, Fast food, I fucking, y'all. I fucking I TV love the uh, I love the I love the Boston Market commercial. That's, it's just the entirety of Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> Have you guys seen the uh, the Arby's commercial where a, a naked gargoyle slits open a cow like a tauntaun and crawls inside, pulling chicken nuggets out of the inside of the walls like old teeth? That's really yeah. good. I also really and like- it just says. Ah, Scroll I, I also really like that Subway commercial where they actually just sacrifice Robert Griffin III and make him into a foot long and serve him to all of his teammates who no longer need him as a quarterback. Jesus. I like the I like the Roy Rogers commercial where it's uh, Ben Franklin. And wow, they uh, have an advertising budget. Yeah, they do. It's crazy. They're still around. They borrowed the time machine from Jack's bit. But what they did, what they did is they it was for I think it was for. Um, curly fries yep. and it's Ben Franklin flying a kite and he gets electrocuted <laughs> and turns into a skeleton that shoots its bones into the mouth of a baby <laughs> which then starts melting into a puddle so Roy Rogers I like that I like that I like that Denny's tumbler <laughs> 
It's pretty funny. Yeah. It's pretty good. What the fuck just happened? Uh, we were describing television commercials we watched when we were being fat. Yeah. For fast food. And we just ruined ourselves from any good commercials from any major fast food corporation. Yeah. Oh, well. Chick-fil-A's still up for grabs, so <laughs> as long as you don't mind that a gay regularly comes on the show, call us. <laughs> Oh, man. This episode is brought to you by Crunchyroll, a.k.a. the ultimate way to shove anime inside of your own brain using a computer or, like, a PS4 or something. Dear listeners, this is a great thing that you can do. Crunchyroll has so much of the anime. Do you know how many different animes they have? I will name for you some of the anime. Myself, yourself. When supernatural battles become commonplace, the world is still beautiful. Blast of Tempest. A dark rabbit has seven lives. Magical warfare. School days. Tribe cool crew. Ultimate Fafnir. Brian Altano's word association game. <laughs> Skip beat. Zatch bell. Zatch bell is not real. Yes, it is. Zatch bell. Yeah. My little monster. Say I love you. It's just one title. Your lie in April. <laughs> hey, that's my wife. That's another great anime. I can't understand what my husband is saying. These are all actual titles. No, I'm not. Wait, that one's not. That's, that's not a real. Girls und Panzer. That one's actually about girls in a tank. Dog Days. That's a Spike Lee joint. Samurai Flamenco. Samurai Flamenco is Mike Tyson's Punch Out's hard mode. <laughs> Cuticle Detective Inaba. No, that's not real. I'm actually 100% serious. Those are all names of real anime titles available on Crunchyroll, which can be yours for just $6.95 a month, totally unlimited. But if you go to Crunchyroll.com slash comedy button and sign up today, you will get your first 30 days absolutely free. Anime is wild. Even when it's paid for, I can't can talk about anime without you fuckers interrupting. So... It's no, it's no secret to anyone that we record the uh, thank you songs in advance uh, a lot at a time, like 45 minutes at a time. And one of the things that we did one day is when we were recording, Anthony pulled out his iPad. We just started experimenting. And That's he just started strumming to. on his little iPad guitar. Just playing our, our songs like his feelings or something. <laughs> And, and our, our thank you songs are the way we close out every episode to yes. people who... Uh, you won't hear one in this episode. Contribute financially to the show, which you can do at patreon.com slash comedy button. It's also how we uh, kill a lot of our own memories, because yeah. we're usually pretty so anyway, we There was this fantastic night where Anthony's just strumming on his guitar, and we, this, you and uh, actually the three of us, four of us now, Ryan was in the other room doing business things, weren't you, Ryan? Yes. Thank you for that. Well, thank you for that. And we decided to cut a fake ad for a real company, which I found out afterwards is a real fucking company. Lawsuit. Who contacted us and was like, thanks for the free advertising. And I was like, you're a real company? <laughs> Here it is. A fake ad, which is actually, I guess, a real ad? But we didn't know it was a real ad? For a great little... Money on the table. Great little American company called American Lanyards. American Lanyards. Since the 1800s, man's been visiting conventions. And then he's w he, went, he went to a one and he got a different thing around his neck each time. And that's lanyards. But the problem with the old-timey lanyards is that dust rats and termites ate them all up. So we needed to come up with a new way for a man's wear lanyard. They were formerly made, known as the Lenard. We made an American lanyard. We here at American Lanyards have one goal. 
Lennart. Mac and the Lanyards, better. And that's why here at the Mac and Lanyards, we've got over seven miles of lanyards. We've got the Spangler, which has got stripes and stars. We've got the Dust Bowl. There, there's a Jibawa. There's a wooden gypsy nymph. That gentleman dander. Hillbilly's chain necklace. A gentleman's logs. The whistle rope. The troubadour's popular model. The hop, skip, and a jump to the tuba play. Everyone seems to be enjoying the old roller derby. Pebble Bottom's petunia pout. Brigham Young. American lanyards is not only helping to some of the most nicest lanyards and comfy lanyards to wear around your neck for all your lanyardiers, but when you're done shopping for lanyards, we've got over 7,000 craft beers. Bust. Come on down and try one of our authentic stouts from a long goose's throat. We've got tons of, plenty of wonderful drinks on tap, such as the Google Bottom, the, d- the Dirty Old Mayor, Alpine's Necklace, Caribou John, the Funny Sandwich, Spinach Creek, Russell Corduroy, American Train Yard, the Bu- Strawberry Toadstool. Grandpa, stay low on this one. Bustle out the old coin sock. Come on down to the penny arcade. A lot's changed since the 1840s when our grandfather Pebblebottom started American Lanyards. Grandfather, tell us all about it. Oh, well, it started when I was about ten years old. Seventeen seventy. American Lanyards. Old Paul Revere was riding his horse. Oh, it's American Lanyards. American Lanyards. He rode through Boston. American the most American lanyards there are. Lighting all sorts of lanyards. American lanyards. Coming on down to American lanyards. And he came over to me as a boy. The greatest lanyard star in the land. And he asked, Can I buy one of your rope bracelets? American lanyards. And he put that rope bracelet inside of a lamppost. A rustic tradition. Uh, founded at American Lanyards and set it to please. Free parking here at American Lanyards. At Amer- American Lanyards, for generations we've been making a way so you have a piece of paper you don't have to hold it and just put it around your neck. Can I tell you about the time I saw Betsy Ross's bush? Come on, Grandpepper. Time for your Metamucil bath and your oatmeal stout. It was striped. I saw stars. Don't get him started on the blacks. Here at American Lanyards, we believe that every strong gentleman has the right to some logs. Our company was founded on one wish. An entire cabin can be built from them. From Lenard. Entirely from Lenard's. Did I tell you about... Jackson Pollock came in once and we made him go... We had him leave. This American Lanyards is a place about traditions and rustic, habitual... Traditions. American lanyards. Some of the greatest lanyards in the land. The Underground Railroad. Don't start now, Grandpappy. We're doing the song. American lanyards. Grandpappy was a man of twins, but his brother fell in a well. Did I tell you about the time I once sold bunch of people. American lanyards. We need to sing about lanyards so Grandpa will stop talking about his slaves. Here, American lanyards, 
Throw in a, a, a free lanyard with every other lanyard purchase. How many lanyards do you need? Seven or eight. I said lanyards. Oh. No, no one can stop about any American lanyards you have. <laughs> Anthony, uh, I didn't actually think I would have anything on this. You told a story about your teacher and what he did to turkeys through straws. Oh yeah, Mr. Kraft, oh. AP bio teacher, did a lot of he did a lot of the nasties to turkeys. AP is a weird way of pronouncing creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine yeah, it's original he, he was an interesting man. He one time almost broke my ankle, and he got my friend suspended after my friend put an exploding pen in his pocket. Suspended from what? School. You know, it says oh. a lot about the show that this particular disgusting story is in our best of episode. Yeah, you know, I just thought it fit very well in with our show's mature themes. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is, turkey in the straw. When I was in high school... My high school AP biology teacher, his previous job before he got into teaching was he worked for Foster Farms. And one of his jobs at Foster Farms was to use these straws to blow turkeys to collect semen so that he could <laughs> test them for virility. <laughs> that's, a, that's a true story. What are you talking about? How is that a real sentence? He used straws to blow turkeys? What are they? Special- oh, I got so they, many questions for you. This right is now. a real thing that this is a real thing that they do at Turkey Farm. They use this weird tube thing on the male turkeys to basically get them off to collect sperm, so they can do like sperm counts and insemination and stuff like that. Suddenly so I'm those- just saying, we do that to turkeys. Uh, aliens, I guess they could come here and do that. To Suddenly us. those Foster Farm commercials with the puppets, how they desperately want to be Foster Farm chickens, makes sense now. Wow, because they all want to get blown by straws. Damn. Wow. Yeah. So we, it was it was an automatic straw. He wasn't like on the other end going, "Give me that fucking turkey." I got the impression. I got the impression he was on the other end when he described it to us. What are you talking about? That's that's probably the wildest allegation you could possibly throw at a human being. I think there's that, and then there's murder. That would be number one, man. You can't straight up say that a dude blows turkeys with a straw for work. You, you know, can't they, say that shit. That, like, are you in terms of HR, you can't have that little of a distance between that's sucking, well, a, that's, that's, sucking you, a turkey's dick. They'd have to put like <laughs> some kind of curtain, some glory hole situation where they're like, yeah, your job is to just blow in this pipe here. And then on the other side, there's some other guy whose job is to, you have to take this tube coming out of this wall and put it on the turkey's crotch. And they have those guys never talk to each other. How many times a day does that dude go? I would just like to point out, I, I would, I would just like to point out there's even an episode of Dirty Jobs where they do this exact where procedure. Blows a turkey. I want to see this uh, job description. Pretty much. I want to see this Craigslist this, ad. This blow job? <laughs> yeah. Wow, great, so, Max. Yeah. So yeah, that, good. You know, that, that joke guy was the turkey's dick. <laughs> that guy became my science teacher. So I'm just saying that uh, maybe these aliens are, are just collecting it because they're just... Uh, Best part of that, know, about man. that story is that at one point in your school's career, they were like, so what was your previous experience? And he was like, I used to suck turkey's dicks through a straw. And they're like, I right, come talk to all these kids about science. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, so you're probably, you're probably going to be okay with a teacher's salary, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is like, yeah. the worst thing a high school kid can tell you is like, fuck off, teacher. Go suck a turkey's dick to a straw. And he's like, mm, I've been there. Dude, think about it. Animal husbandry in our world. Your words are rubber bullets that bounce right off of me. How many times Animal did he have to tell Animal husbandry in our world is all about 
fucking getting animals off. Like, how come it's they don't a weird call animal job. wifing out? <laughs> how many times did he have to tell the turkey just not on my face? <laughs> so Jesus Christ! Meanwhile, you can get a human lady pregnant with a turkey baster. So sure there's could. a joke in there somewhere. Yeah. So you mean you mean this November you when didn't we find it? This November when we all gather around the table and carve up some turkey, we might be interacting with a turkey that got head from a dude. <laughs> <laughs> or that's in in case you need a, a little icebreaker at your next family gets. Do turkeys together. even have dicks, or do they have like weird inverse cloaca things? Well, they got weird. a dick that fits in. The, you want to insult them more? They got a dick that fits in the straw. All I right. Just, I feel like a turkey's dick looks like that thing that comes out from Gary Oldman's desk in The Fifth Element and chokes on the on the cherry. Listen, Anthony didn't say these dudes are getting head through a fire hose. They're getting head through a straw. They got tiny dicks. I didn't it's, say it was that size. I mean, if they made like an action figure of Gary Oldman in The Fifth Element, it came with his um, desk accessories. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought I told you guys that story a long time ago. No, no, nope. no, that was a secret in your in your weird recesses of your mind. Yeah, he well, was that's a weird good. teacher. He had a what lot kind of, of pent up rage, man. He would snap at us. What kind of science so. did he? Teach? You you think he would fucking snap at you? He spent ten years sucking a turkey's dick, and now he's got to listen to a bunch. Hey, of man, what the fuck? He didn't suck a turkey's dick. He sucked a hundred <laughs> turkey dicks. It's not like it was him and one turkey, and they sucked each other's dicks for years. And then one day that turkey died. He probably had to suck a new dick every day. It's probably like every day he's like, "What happened to that turkey yesterday?" And they're like, "You fucking ate him at, at lunch." I right, here's eight uh. new turkeys. Go suck their dicks. <laughs> Anthony. Yep, there's definitely some turkey coming those dicks. Next. What, what kind of science do you teach? Uh, biology and anatomy. <laughs> okay. So. But today we're talking yeah. about the turkey. And next week we're talking about the turkey. <laughs> That's all we're talking yeah. about this year. One, I'm sorry, week, guys. I, I think one week, I remember one week in class, he uh, brought in a bunch of fruit and made hobo wine to teach us about fermentation. Are so that gives you a taste that? of what my school was like. <laughs> Max. Yeah, what? One day we had a stripper on the show, but that wasn't enough. Do what now? You had to bring in your third grade journal. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. weird, what, there's a weird thing to do when a stripper's here. <laughs> I know a lot of people... You make empty, it sound so awful. Well, a, lot, a lot of people empty their souls out to a stripper, like after seven drinks. But you really, like, you really went deep. He brought a journal. It he was brought cute. a journal. I found a nice, it's a I nice journal. I got a, they got a picture of the they guy. They got a picture of the book of Yeah. I wasn't reading your journal, bro. It was a bunch of traumatic experiences <laughs> from Max's childhood that we could make fun of him for. Yeah, so. And it was perfect. Let's take a look. So here it is, Max's third grade journal. I was going to say, so I, one of the things I wanted to talk about on the show tonight was that, uh, Max, you said you'd found your second grader journal. Wow. Just fucking grabbed want, the wheel there. And wanted <laughs> just, to we're going to learn excerpts. something. Just, we learn. are fucking rolled over in a ditch on fire right now. <laughs> I've been, it's been on wow. my mind ever since you sent that email out. That okay. That was something you found. If this and was a telethon, this is how that segment would go. You just killed a bunch of sick kids. Well, we just made a met a lady who had bob bombs there in her vagina. Jerry's Next, going home. His kids are all dead. Like <laughs> magical book from second grade. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I found my um. I found my. I think it's my second grade. This is actually from. Uh, let's see. You're so fucking The first. Dumb. The first page is September 10th, 1993. 
and it's very sad right off the bat. It's a giant red cross, and it says, <laughs> "Look at the star." It says, "My uncle is very sick, and my mom will visit him." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. That that was your inaugural entry. Um, yeah, and Max. then it was uh, it really set the tone, and it's all like this is. So this. wait, you just you drew a giant cross and you filled it in. You're coloring it in. He's like, he's very sick. What a sick uncle he is. Well, so I think that if I remember right, they they did a thing where it was kind of like, uh, you know, it's like they were like, here's your journal. You have to you have to write something in it every day. And I remember being like just pissed off that I had to write so much. This is two sentences. Like, this is one sentence with too many periods in it. Like, okay. I was like, oh, I hate writing so much. And it was, you know, here, here's <laughs> why do I have to, why did I start a journal? But it was like, they get, they're like, you can also draw something. So I'd always like write something totally half-assed and be like, yeah, fucking. And then it was like, I just draw something way more cool. So here's one where it says, I got a good, <laughs> I got a good idea. And it says, dumb car. <laughs> it's, a, it's a diagram. <laughs> it looks like if they built a fucking, they converted a covered wagon into a pirate ship and then converted that into a fucking exercise machine that Kevin Sorbo would demonstrate on like an infomercial. I, I want to wow. know what's going on on the opposite page. Um, on the opposite page, it says, <laughs> it says Lola. I miss Lola. That was my cat that died. Oh, yeah. So it goes. It's wow. like extremely, extremely emotional. Wow, you terrible. are about you're about as bad as transitions as this show has been. Yeah, no. This is it's. Uh, there's. A, it makes sense that I am on this show. Uh, here's, <laughs> yeah, Max. This is the this is like the, That's show the only notes. thing that makes sense. This is like the the what was it like the Ralph McQuarrie Art of Star Wars books, <laughs> but for the comedy button. <laughs> I got an Idar Jump car. <laughs> okay, so here's one. Um, we went on a, we went on a, a field trip to Cape Cod Sea Camp. So this is a page where I say, we are now in Cape Cod Sea Camp, and I'm not sure how I like it. And it's got this menacing mountain. I don't think there's any mountains in Cape Cod. <laughs> like, there's this giant fucking mountain coming out of the ocean and a tree floating on nothing. All right. And then on the next page right after that, this is where it gets fucking dark. It says... I hate myself, and I do not know why. And then it has all these small illustrations of a, a stick figure dying from anvils and guns and knives. And, and canine. And canine. It's so it says anvil, gun, knife, and canine. I think it's a cannon that shoots gu- dogs at people. Like, what, what is this dated? Is it this dated? This is from... Uh, it's also a stick figure where you filled in the head, so it looks like you're wearing blackface. This is what's scary. This this entry is from almost exactly uh, 21 years ago. Wow. The wow. next page is October 16th, 1993. Uh, and the page right after I hate myself is I learned how to raid my bike and I got to blow pops. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's day is coming. There's a mummy and a fucking demon with wings and what looks like Mothra if Mothra was the center. How is this real? Christ. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, there's this is like this is fucking Pearl Jam Jeremy's notebook, right? Yeah, seriously. Right? <laughs> um, let me see if I can find the, the the best one in here though. That like the most the most oh, the best one, the yeah. single best page in here. I, was, I still like the one where you die different ways from knives <laughs> and canine <laughs> cannon that shoots, especially dog. that you wrote canine instead of dog. None of this surprises me though. I'm pretty sure it was canine instead of cannon. Can- because it was a drawing of a cannon. I thought it was a drawing of a dog. I couldn't tell if no, the no, no, no. It's, we- it's a cannon, but I spelled it like canine. Why does it look like it has legs? It's a dog. It's a it did dog not. Cannon. It looked like it had like seventy legs. It's a cannon stand. Canine. I know what a, I know what a 
But I, I, a dog is easier to write than canine. I wouldn't write a canine. You also he, thought an anvil might be suicidal. Enter. Stop judging him. <laughs> yeah, right? I was seven and fucked up. Um, so here's the single best page in here. It just says, I threw up in church. <laughs> <laughs> is that this Jesus? Fucking, this fucking this concept art for a South Park character <laughs> standing next to a much more realistic person. I want that on a t-shirt. That's, I'm not, my, that's my upcoming punky pee. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Let's, can we make, yeah, Max, let's no. stand that drawing and put it in the comedy book store and then write, I threw up in church above it. That seriously that sounds drawing. like, that sounds like a no effects B-side. Yeah, yeah like, well, that's a, that's a comedy book button t-shirt that's going up this week. Don't call me white. I, would, I, I threw would wear up this shirt. shirt. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and it's Max, just those two guys. I would, I would wear this. And one of them's got that face where he's, and the other one's really sad that there's no, Max, puke in the No, Max, seriously, we're going to make that no, shirt. No, no, I'm completely with you on that. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, Available at comedybutton.com this week or next. Yeah, but this, wow. is like, this has been like weird. I was like looking through this and it was, uh, here's a, oh my God, it's, it goes from like really fucking weird, hilarious shit. I went to an art gallery and I got to go to a toy show and I got pieces of wood that fit together to make a bagel ship. A bagel ship? A bagel ship. <laughs> a battleship shooting down airplanes and shit. And then the page after that, it's like, I'm moving on New Year, but I am sad. And it has a moving van moving away from my house and a picture of me crying. Oh, uh, let me see this one. I almost went into art therapy. This is fascinating. Yeah. So Wait, I mean, Brian, is that true? It is true. Wow. I just so uh, you know the best part is the the moving truck is leaving without you and it's yelling goodbye. <laughs> and you're the you're truck. sinking into a, a square that I think is your house. I think it's I think I'm in, it's pointing at yeah. the truck. I think I'm inside the truck. Oh, this is inside, inside the truck. The, I couldn't he's tell. He's the one saying goodbye. Is this his house? There's still smoke coming out of the chimney, which means people still live there. <laughs> no, <laughs> they obviously burned it down before they left. <laughs> Those are teenagers who crept in and are smoking pot inside the chimney. <laughs> I also love. I want to back up real quick. I love that you you got a toy. Battleship made out of wood, and you drew it. Nobody does this anymore. Like no. adults don't do that. They're not like, oh, I got a PlayStation Four, and then they draw. <laughs> actually, I think uh, I got a new refrigerator. Yeah. So actually, like real it. talk, like Scott Lowe was like, "Hey guys, we just got the new Slim PS Vita in here with the Borderlands edition," and he posts like a, a photo of the box, and I'm like. That's the box. Everyone knows what the box looks like. Like, you're not showing it off at all. I can do a better unbox. He's like, prove it. And so I just drew a really crude picture of it and I sent it to him. He's like, fuck you, Scott. Here's a drawing I did. It shows more of the fucking thing than you did. But yeah, this is, this is weird because there's a lot of stuff in here that's, uh, well, also, well, both confusing and like stuff that is still totally me. Like, this is, this is stupid shit that I go out and, and still buy. I got Prof X from the Uncanny X-Men, and I thought he was not on toy. And there's an asterisk next to on toy, and then in parentheses, it says, on toy means the company did not make him. And I have no idea what the fuck that means. I've I never like heard that. You that. Couldn't I, spell, I like that you couldn't spell company, but you had enough knowledge to understand the asterisk means, like, sub-message should go here or something I think like you that. got you got a bootleg toy. Yeah, you got a bootleg Professor X. Yeah. But I mean, like, I mean, I went on to go in and be really into, into toy collecting. I never heard the expression on toy. I don't know where the fuck I picked that up. It's really weird. Yeah, it, it was Professor Y. <laughs> here's so a, a Mexican supermarket. Here's a regular fucking Rauschenberg for you. There's a bunch of blue scribbles, and then next to that, there's some orange lines and a zigzag and then a brown thing, and it says at the top, last night I had a bloody nose. It was big. <laughs> I like cut off part of the I cut off a strip of the paper and you pull it back and there's eyeballs that peek out at you. 
<laughs> like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I mean, like, drawing a bloody nose is pretty easy. You literally draw a triangle and make something red coming out of it. And clearly I had access to different colored pencils. But instead I was like, I'm going to draw, like, a, a fucked up Mark Rothko, you know... <laughs> It's a miracle that you, did, your you didn't. Mind, man. <laughs> Check it out. It's a skateboarding werewolf triangle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> I want that on a shirt, too. Yeah, yeah. I want that on a shirt, too. That's great. <laughs> We're just yeah, going to scan every page. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> how are you not a serial killer? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's weird. It's just weird. weird fuck. I, I designed the dumb car. That's what <laughs> this was for an assignment in school? This was this was like an everyday thing. This we had to draw this. We had to write in this like every day. So this was an assignment for school. Yeah. So you got up in front of the class and showed this. No, no. The teacher would no, look at it. There's all these. It's, there's all these date stamps. Your personal like, thing. Yeah. No, the teacher. The teacher read all of them. Um, and that's that's why I had to uh, probably go see a counselor named Dave and play fucking Stratego with him because I was like, I hate myself and I want to die. Death is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I have bloody noses and they're huge. Here's a battleship. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, Max, so you're a very stupid kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Brian. You act like you never wrote some dumbass fiction or something when you were a little kid. I like did, I wrote but it was smarter than that. Sorry, we can't all write gritty reboots to Charlotte's Web. <laughs> oh, man. That was my favorite project. That was, that yeah, was. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Garfield and friends. Hey, Max. Yeah, what? Huh? You had a celebrity uh, recently block you on Twitter. I don't want to talk about this. Why don't you want to talk about it? Because I'm still mad about it. Why? Who, who are you mad at? You know what day it is? Uh, well, it's, it's Tuesday. Released, yeah, uh... it's not fucking Monday. Because fuck Mondays. Oh, really? But I'm not the first person to say that. Oh, really? Yeah, the first person to say that can suck a dick. Wow, who, what's his name? Who is that first he's, person? He's a cat who eats oh. lasagna. Garfeld. So not a person. Are we talking about cartoon cat Jim Davis drawing Garfield? Yeah, he blocked her on Twitter, didn't he? No, the fucking cat. The other. I mean, wait, the cat. Did you mean Jim Davis or the cat? Because I think Jim yeah, Davis. I'm talking about the cat. Jim too. Davis has been DMing a lot. You know what? It's always Monday in your world, Max Scoville. It's always raining in my mind, Brian Altano. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out why fat cats are fucked up. <laughs> Here it is, Max Scoville getting blocked by Garfield on Twitter. In a moment, I'll wave my finger and the music will stop. I was thinking about this a minute ago. I actually wrote three taglines for Purina cat food that you, that they can use for free if they are p- patrons of this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number one, Purina. If we put carrots in this by accident, nobody would notice. <laughs> number two, Purina. Who gives a shit? It's a cat. Just feed it trash until it leaves you alone. <laughs> And number three, Purina, we ship our food in cans, but what your cat deserves is a fist. (laughs) You know, so that's a tough tough question, Brian, but I think the correct answer was B. (laughs) I don't know if that was a question, but I would have picked B anyway. I'm I'm giving them out for free. Is it weird that every time you said a tagline, all I heard was, Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one should. I love I was gonna say, because that dude he found his own fucking food. Yeah, he would beat up a he would beat up a bulldog for his food and then eat that eat that uh, fish bone with his girlfriend in the I, in the alley. I do love that 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 oh, that classic idea of this fucked up just cat that works at the gas station and he just he he he's like yeah I gotta get this bitch some fucking food I don't even know what to do it's it's like a guy it's like a guy on Valentine's Day with five minutes to buy a present he's like 
Yeah, that lid kind of looks like a silver platter. <laughs> I'm going to flip that thing over and make it look like she's special, but she ain't shit. I'm trying to get that pussy. He doesn't care, and he just brings that the whole lid out to her in the back of the garbage can. <laughs> he doesn't even put on clothes. He puts on a hat, and he's like, fuck it, I'm dressed. I like he's Heathcliff. Like, I like Heathcliff in a top cat. Those are some cats did some shit. I love you that get, shit. You get fucking Garfield, this cum dumpster fucking piece of shit. This fucking awful man. What a shitty cat in comparison to all the yeah, other cartoons. Fuck Garfield. Top Garfield yeah. sucks. Dicks. Top cat that was fucking hustling. asshole yep. fucking blocked me on Twitter for so much hate speech that I would say to him. <laughs> yeah, I got blocked by Garfield because I would go on there. Like Garfield, I followed Garfield because I was like, maybe this cat has something funny to say. But the cat was like, who here likes new socks? And I was like, you don't wear socks. You're a cat. You're covered in fur. You probably try to have sex with socks when they're on the floor when I'm trying to do laundry. And then it was like. Uh-oh, another Monday, and I'm like, you don't have a, a job. A man, a lonely man comes home and feeds you lasagna. So you got you got blocked for harassing but I just, I just too I would, much on Twitter. I would be like, hey, guess what, you piece of shit? I hope you die in a house fire. I hope there's a, a fucking carbon monoxide leak in John Arbuckle's on a business trip. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, hold on, the flip I side. Hope, I hope Odie bites you in the neck. Like, Max, the, the flip side of that story is that there was probably like a 31-year-old... I know. A 31-year-old comedy writer who, it's at some fucking place in, like, Stanford, Connecticut, was just like, hey, so uh, you're, I, I hear you're good at jokes. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I, no, I, I hate, I literally hate everything about the fact that I don't get to do what I do professionally. And they're like, come write for Garfield. He's the hippest cat in town. And he's like, I'll only do this for a month. And then after three years, he's like, how do I die? Yeah. And then he's, then you get, he gets fucking tweets from you. Who's this 22-year-old kid who puts his skateboard against the wall and puts a cigarette out on a fucking stuffed owl on his and tries to bring I, logic to a cartoon. Bring, no, I, I he's I like, "Why are you making this so hard for me?" But I just life started, sucks. Like we had, we have enough Garfield in the real, in the real fucking corporeal world. We don't need Garfield <laughs> overflow <laughs> on the fucking internet. Garfield has no place on the internet. Yeah, but those I'm Garfield's- fine with a lot of shit on the internet. But there's plenty of there are real actual fucking cats that have become popular <laughs> because of the internet. There are real actual Garfields who are more believable. But we've got this fucking Abbott and Amos and Andy fucking poor representation of a cat it's this fucked up piece of shit layabout thing it's like oh it sure sucks being me garfield buy my plushies and suction cup to your windows and i mean it's my it's just my same thing it pisses me off about dilbert where people are like look at dilbert he's having a hard time at his shitty office job and then they pin that up to their cubicle, and the camera pans back, and they're just in this giant fucking ant farm of cubicles. And it's yeah. like, well, I'm glad that small slip of newspaper has helped you. Why don't we just try to improve our lives? Also, yeah. I feel bad for being mean to the Garfield lady. I, that's prob- I don't it's know probably, I, feel like, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. I, I think Garfield... I, like, I think it's hilarious. That you're, like, it makes me want to like go after Snoopy. Garfield? I mean, Garfield has... I think Why it has a represent... Why would you go after Snoopy? Because that he, dog can't talk. Snoopy's fucking great, though. Snoopy's all about chasing your fucking dreams. Garfield is, eat, is trying to eat himself to death, and John Arbuckle's trying to stop him because the only reason John Arbuckle has to live is for Garfield. Wait a minute, hold on. Snoopy's not about chasing your dreams. It's about fucking just having dreams. <laughs> you don't actually chase them. Yeah, but he's a dog. He's like, he's like, oh, well, there's nothing more depressing than my fucking owner. So I'm just gonna pretend I'm a bear. I'm a, I'm a I'm a pilot and f- and try to fight a guy with my house. Yeah, because I get my I oh, I watch my owner get kicked in the face by a woman every day. <laughs> also, my brother a is woman. an alcoholic <laughs> who woman. lives in the desert. Yeah, exactly. I don't have much going for me. 
But Garfield's amazing because if they did Garfield now, like John Arbuckle would be a fucking, he'd be like a lift driver. <laughs> he'd, be like, <laughs> he'd be like, goodbye, Garfield, and fucking yeah. Rhodey or whatever your shitty name is. Oh, Conversely, I really, is Daddy has really... to go drive white people around San Francisco all day. Man, you Conversely, guys talk about Garfield, though, like, like that he's a bad representation of cats, but I would feel like he's an accurate representation of a shitty cat because it's like, how many cats have you known? Or, or at least heard stories about, like, if I were to, like, you know, if I were to bring my cat to Max's house, there is a chance that his cat might turn into, like, a crazy autistic child, scream, and then decide to piss on the first thing that it sees. Like, dude, Maybe. Cats- so normal? But no, this is, but this is what we're talking about, man. This is the whole crux of this shit right now. This is, like, other cats. Heathcliff, right? He's about that hustle. That's he's, it. That's it. He's out there. <laughs> these in cats the shit. Top Cat and Heathcliff are fucking assholes. They're fucking they're, assholes. They're fucking they're proactive. But they're working for that they, fucking money. They fucking yeah. go after they're it. They're working for that money. They're working for that pussy. They're working for that food. Garfield sits there and he's like, "Fuck Garfield, this you know day, I don't understand." You know who else he's was fucking, you know who else was all about that hustle? Who? Fucking fat cat from See? Rescue fat Rangers. Fat cat from Rescue yeah. Rangers. That cat works. Works. Yeah. fucking work. Those are great cats. Garfield is fucking too lazy to even bite the hand that feeds him, so he's just sort of fucking he just he just negs it. Like yeah. he's just like, Hey John, how was your date? And John's like, Oh look, a spider, and then Garfield kills the newspaper. Like that's a fucking sad life. Yeah, Garfield's the kind of dude that would sit around on the internet and he'd be like, Oh, the game's not it's only five hours. Exactly. Exactly. That's so that's so exactly what Shut I hate about Garfield. Fuck up. Just maybe fucking, that was their their entire artistic vision was to make a game that was five hours. Why does fucking, everything have to be 200 hours? Fucking, How many fucking Skyrims a year do you need, that's Garfield? That's it. Garfield and John Arbuckle <laughs> are like... They're like two people in a bad relationship where neither, it's not like an abusive relationship, but just a stagnant fucking shitty, like, no one's doing anything here. You're just kind of leaning on each other and it's like, no one's happy and it's just, you want to you wanna just grab both of them at the same time also, and shake them and be like, just life is better than this. Max, Either just fucking die or go do something. Didn't anything. That, didn't that dude cock block John all the time, too? Yes. That was the other thing. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, he was trying to date that nurse, and then Odie, Odie and Garfield would come in and, like, shit on the on the table that they were standing in front of. Hold on. You know, I got to say, of all the things that, uh, the, of all the things Yo, Garfield did. Yo, you've been looking did, at my DeviantArt where, they, where it's just all this Garfield scat. Art. <laughs> no. One of the things Garfield did that made perfect sense is he pushed that fucking dog off the table. Because why do you have a fucking dog on your kitchen table? It's actually, disgusting. I'm gonna uh, actually. Here's 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 another reason why Garfield sucks. All right. <laughs> here's here's the biggest reason why fucking Garfield sucks. So CBS had the best fucking Saturday morning lineup ever. Yep. And then <clears throat> big fat. Then fucking Garfield comes in there and you're like, oh, I guess I'll watch this Garfield show because fucking Peter Venkman is the voice of Garfield. Fucking yeah. prolapsed anus of a pet. But then. <laughs> <laughs> so you get through a shitty Garfield cartoon, which oh, is never oh, Don't even talk to me about those barnyard fuckers. <laughs> U.S. Acres comes on. Farm fucks. Fuck <laughs> that show. Stupid egg with legs. God, Fuck that around. shit. God Fuck damn, that shit. Goddamn. Oh. Jim Davis. Is like you know, it'd be funny if a rooster ran for Congress. Shut up. Yeah, and also, and also, like, why do you even call that show U.S. Acres? I don't know. What fucking acres in America has a fucking chicken a that didn't get eaten by a white? Dude? That was that was a, a throwaway joke based on some shit that just got swallowed up into the sands of time. Yeah, 
Oh, USA. I hated everything so about that show. Fucking bad. It was the worst. Even at, even at eight years old, I was watching it, going, "This show is terrible." And you know what it was, man? This is another show, a fucking show that fucking programmed the need for laziness and a sedentary lifestyle on people's in people's brains. That fucking egg couldn't hatch. That fucking the, the cat uh, couldn't wake up and get off the couch. That l- it's, that fucking lady lamb didn't do shit. Even you even you even throw in eat the cat. Eat the cat is what? about that hustle, right? What? Yeah. He's trying to okay, he's trying to okay, work cool. around a fucking was, actual shark that lives in his backyard. He's not he is not compromising his morals. Nope. He's trying to fuck Annabelle and Sharky the shark dog is a motherfucker. And he leaves the house. But Eek is still totally cool. He totally keeps his cool the whole time. He leaves the fucking house. He gets out every now and then. Gee, it never hurts to help. Come by Sharky. Eek the cat was good was a good man. Yeah, that was, was a, that man. was an underrated show. Yeah, Savage Steve Holland. How do you feel about Stimpy? Oh my god, are you oh, kidding they, me? Stimpy's incredible. Stimpy, Stimpy, had, Stimpy advertised cat litter on a fucking stage show with his best friend, Ren. Exactly. They had a stage show yeah. that would advertise cat litter. Yeah, and, that, and you know what? And you know what well, I love about what that? Guess what else? You know who never went to fucking outer space? Garfield. You know who did? Stimpy. Stimpy married a fart. Okay? <laughs> Do you have any idea how important that is compared to fucking what Garfield Garfield ate his farts all day? <laughs> Piece Gar- of shit. And he complained Garfield, about it, too. The only thing Garfield, Garfield did was even fucking... fart. He didn't fart. No, he, just, the, he saved them. He didn't even want to fucking share his farts. You know why? You know Garfield why? went to Hawaii on accident. Yeah. You know why Stimpy was amazing? Because Stimpy didn't know what a fucking Monday was because he hustled. Every day he hustled. <laughs> His hustled, calendar yeah. said hustling yeah. seven days in a row, thirty days in a fucking month. You know, three hundred sixty-five you know days. He said hu- straight what about, hustling. What about the SWAT cats? The SWAT oh, cats SWAT working. Cats. Everybody working in that their city. Off. Everybody in that city was a cat. All of them. Every yeah. single one of them. And all of them were doing stuff all the time, constantly. Not a single lazy cat to be seen in sight. The, the SWAT cats. They ran a junkyard during the day, and then they flew a homemade jet at night to fight crime. If oh, you, you know what? If you, you were on, on SWAT cats and you said I hate Mondays, it would have been like you know what I love youth. Asia, and they would have brought you to the vet, and they would have stuck a fucking needle in you and killed you because you weren't flying a jet and killing dogs. You know what the Garfield movie should have been called? Cats Don't Dance, because those cats in that fucking Cats Don't Dance movie dance their asses off to get on stage. They wanted to be on Broadway. Even Cats and Cats the Musical worked their fucking tits off for 65 years at the Winter Garden Theater in New York. Where did we... How did we get here? How we hate Garfield. Get He's a piece of shit. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> You can Garfield is the worst cartoon cat. You know who He's else works? Fucking, he doesn't do shit. <laughs> you know who? You know who didn't work? Every other cartoon cat does everything else. You know who's a piece of shit? Half the Aristocats. You know why? Because they didn't have jobs. The other ones, awesome. They started a band. Exactly. Fuck Think about it this way: If I was coming to you in the fucking the Roaring Forties or whatever the fuck Jim Davis fits that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> the Roaring Forties? Oh, it's, a, oh, it's the old Garfield the Cat. He's in a lazy And I said, all right, yo, I got this idea for you. I, it's this new comic strip that's going to go in parts of your newspaper that don't make any fucking sense because the rest of it's for adults. But you're going to tear out two pieces of paper in the middle and hand it to some kid. And he's going to read some shitty circle with some dumb family in it. And there's going to be some fucking idiot from Camelot. And then this fucking political prick smoking a cigarette that looks like a tweed. <laughs> there's going to be... There's gonna what be, are we going to do? There's going to be an old goose and a dog. Well, in between that and the guy that falls in love with his fucking pet uh, tiger, which is the most amazing cartoon of all time, is going to be a cat that doesn't do anything. Oh, what does he do? I just told you, he does nothing. Oh, what's his fucking... What's, who does he live with? He lives with the dog that he hates and this guy that's trying to fucking hit chicks on Tinder, but he can't because <laughs> A, that hasn't been invented yet. B, he's got a flip phone. phone. And B, he's got a flip phone. And every time he tries to bring girls home to the house, his fucking cat nags him out of the picture. 
And what's he? What's he do? What he fucking contributes to Gamergate Kickstarters, and <laughs> <laughs> he fucking gets excited when they add the when they when they couple the fucking Mighty Wings with the Big Mac once a year. He only even gives a shit about. He fucking he hates himself and his body, but he takes it out on other people like instead the of just dog. letting it lie. I don't even like dogs that much. Oh God, I say that. I don't like Odie. I never liked Odie, but Odie is still like better than Odie was the best character else. on that on uh, in I that strip. Like the bottom line is, you guys just hate lazy people. No, lazy we hate no, we hate Garfield. Garfield. Yeah, being lazy is amazing. You should Homer always... Simpson is an icon. <laughs> yeah. Anthony, you should always be lazy sometimes. Yeah. You should be lazy. Like, that's the one thing. Everyone's like, oh, you got to work all the time. You don't. Like, be lazy a little bit. But don't only be lazy. Don't just be like, oh, there's a new season of blah, and then just fart and die. Yeah. That's what fucking Garfield did, that piece of shit. And somehow people in newspapers, I don't know if Garfield has pictures of people in newspapers fucking kids, because why is that dude still in the newspaper every goddamn week? Newspapers will be dead and Garfield will still be alive. Yeah. They have pictures in libraries and a picture of a Garfield holding a book and it says, this is read. read. Fuck you. You read. <laughs> you don't do anything. <laughs> goddamn liar. <laughs> I'm so happy we did this. Oh. Welcome, welcome to so, Patronus. So, I, fucking, I fucking hate Garfield. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> I, thanks I for, no thanks for backing me up, guys. I was really afraid I'd get some pushback there. No. Like some Not Garfield, Garfield no. apologists in there. I mean, I kind of feel bad for the guy running their Twitter campaign, but I mean, at the same time, I don't. I think they unblocked me, and the second I realized it, I like started saying more shit, and they did it again. Because there's some guy with like a a, a a fucking just jeans that don't fit, and he has a, a a resume that says social media guru, and underneath it says Garfield King Feature Syndicate worked specifically on the Garfield Twitter. Hold on, let me let me pull this this fucking this. What'd you do on Mondays? What do you think I did? <laughs> he wrote itself. Why are you here? I'm suicidal. <laughs> Garfield. Yeah, you, I'm still blocked. Oh, yeah, I can't read, read Garfield's tweets. I want to know what he's saying. So, Ryan. Yo. There, you're, you you were kind of like a Michi- Michigan J-Frog on this show. In the sense that you will be really loud and funny when you don't think the mics are on, but the second you think you're being recorded, you're like, nope, not talking. Oh, God, did you catch me? I did catch you Uh-oh. one day. They caught you slipping. There, there was there was a day where we were recording for about fifteen minutes. Oh god! Uh, before we started the actual episode, and because of that, uh, our timing was off, and the episode was a few minutes short of the regular running time. So what I did was I grabbed some uh, some bits that we recorded. Uh, not thinking that we were recording, just us sitting down waiting to record. Oh no. And Ryan. That's when Ryan does talk. That's when Ryan <laughs> fucking lit up. And wow. What did I do? What are we listening to? Oh, we're listening to you telling a story about Paddington Bear. <laughs> it was you, it was me, it was Brian, it was Max, and we were singing the Paddington Bear theme song, and you had no idea what we were recording. I have Yo, no memory of this. For the record, that Ryan drank a lot that night. Is great. And it's got a 98% of Rotten Tomatoes, and I highly recommend it. So this is us taking a trip to the old Paddington Station with Paddington Bear. The, the oh, bear, mercy. The bear from deepest, darkest Peru. Fucking around and I'm banging. <laughs> fucking on roofs and I'm busting and I'm gonna steal a helicopter and come on home and cheat on a dog. It's Paddington Bear. <laughs> Apparently that's the song now. That is. Today, Paddington Bear 
broke out of his confinements and proceeded to eat a local shopkeeper. His entrails were splattered all about his newspaper stand, and Paddington looked quite the fool. Paddington Bear, fat old bear, he's a bad bear. That fucking bear stole the car Fucking drove it over a bunch of kids Played in the street Now they're all dead Fuck that goddamn bear Putting his dick in the honey jar Fucking some slips the wrong bear the band And hanging with friends Actually, it's the marmalade jar A bear's dick Looks like a pine cone It hurts, hurts when he fucks you The bear's on the loose in London <laughs> Hiding some bodies of some women We spent a couple of days having sex Now the cops are coming down to the woods a fucking bear with clothes. <laughs> well, I sure hope I packed enough clothes for the weekend. <laughs> All right. All I've right. only brought one shirt, but I have multiple pairs of underwear changes. So I should be alright. There's a gun in my suitcase. <laughs> Sucking a dick and fucking some clits. It's a Paddington bear. It's a bear with clothes. All right. Why does he have to be so fucking <laughs> pussy hungry? He's a fucking he's a, bear. He's a bear. He's a wild animal, and they put a bucket hat on him, and so he started acting like he was a lead singer for Wheatus. He's a bear yeah. with a British accent. There he goes, eating trash out of campfire tents. All right. <laughs> Hey, you know, that's that's not fair. That, I didn't get the, the British memo. Paddington Bear broke into the local <laughs> church and ate all of the Bibles. Can you do it, British brat brat? Brap. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like the fucking... Uh, brump, brump. It sounds oh, like, brump, brump. like Jim Carrey at, at, uh, in The Cable Guy like, at Medieval Times. And he's like... Brap, brap. When he's doing the, the Star Trek that song? Was Star yeah. Trek. All right. And there you have it. That was the Best of the Comedy Button, Volume 3. You heard a lot of stuff from our regular shows, a couple things from our special exclusive Patreon episodes. We hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, I'm Scott Bromley, at Scott underscore Bromley. Brian Altano is at Agent Bizzle. Anthony Gallegos is at Chuff Money. Max Scoville is at Max Scoville. And Ryan Scott is at Rydog. Remember, if you would like to support the show, visit patreon.com slash comedy button, where you will receive two exclusive episodes every single month for as little as $1. That means for $12 a year, you can potentially get 24 hours of comedy button that you can't hear anywhere else. Once again, that is patreon.com slash comedy button. And if you want to write us a letter, hit us up at podcast at comedy or visit our website, comedybutton.com to download the episodes, our commentaries, our merchandise, our t-shirts, our mugs, our souls. Go get it there. Comedybutton.com. Once again, you can listen to the regular episodes of the Comedy Button every Friday on comedybutton.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you can listen to music things and podcasts. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. We will see you all next week.